Hey, Sarah. How's it going? Hi, guys. <laughs> Good <laughs> <to> you. <laughs> um, Thank you for hi. having me. It's a, an, an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, Thank you for being patient. Yeah. Iggy's useless. <laughs> <laughs> you show when, up one week, there's no audio. <laughs> This time around, you're super late. I, and I last time, you got really drunk. I almost Come killed on. you. And he almost killed you. He almost killed me last time. <laughs> you, you forgot the so, worst yeah. part. Um, Sarah Parker joins us. Welcome to Calling the Audible. Uh, we'll do the intro in a second. We're starting with the interview because we want to accommodate uh, Sarah Parker's schedule. Uh, she joins us from the Women's League um, of uh, Team Concordia. Sarah, uh, you're the first ever interview we have in the women's division. So... Well, uh, Lamise technically counts. Oh, Lamise as yeah. well. That's true. That's she's true. Playing. She's I, playing. I, I thought of her as a referee. That's why. But I know she's a player in music. So second interview. My mistake. My mistake. Okay. Um, it's okay. I'm still honored. <laughs> yeah. You sh- thank you. It's appreciated. It's appreciated. Um, I th- I've told this story before, but uh, after our first podcast with the women's division, um, I got a bunch of messages talking about how I didn't know anything. And I felt a great sense of shame. So I've made it my job now to learn as much about uh, FPF Women's Division as possible. I've been to games. It's super fun. Um, I I really enjoy the fast pace. As somebody who hates defense, I love all the scoring. I love how much the ball moves. Um, It's a creative playbook because it's five on five. It's, uh, It's really fun to watch. It's really fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll do my best to help you guys today. I, I'm a little nervous. I'll do my best. <laughs> Again, you can't be as bad as we were. So well, it's yeah. definitely appreciate And I just want to echo what, what Pease is saying. I've actually been scorekeeping on Sundays, uh, three to six for the mostly the women's field. And uh, I've seen you play. I've seen all the other teams. Really super, super impressed. Uh, and yeah, just echoing uh, again what what P said. Uh, the, the fast pace is yeah. in, is incredible. I'm there sc- scorekeeping, thinking it's like other <laughs> FPF games, and I have to be twice as fast just uh, inputting the stats. And so this is a, a general FPF podcast. So for the the, the people not in the women's division, um, we talked a bit off air about how it's much more of a community than uh, men's. The men's division is sort of these small communities of like there's the Joey Taylor talent tree and there's the there's the peas tree and there's the you know the kevin wyeth teams and so how um how is it that fpf women's is this sort of uh all-encompassing community by by uh on its own on its own yeah yeah for sure um i feel like the flag community is i mean i wouldn't say small but we stay in contact with each other so i've played you know all throughout of high school and uh, now that I moved on to like CJEP and then after that university, like I still see those players whenever I go play. But if it's um, in the university league or, you know, like another civil league or an FPF, like we we still like keep in touch. And sometimes like we even end up playing together, playing against each other. So it's just super fun to see how, you know, the girls still the, the sport is evolving. The girls are evolving with the sport. So like we're grateful for FPF for to FPF for letting us play, you know, like in another league on top, on top of all the other ones that, that exist and, you know, like giving us the, the opportunity to, you know, have stats and like have more exposure. So I'd say, yeah, the, the sport is evolving. We're, we're getting places. And I think all the girls are super dedicated. They want to see the sport evolve. They want to participate in everything that's, that's going on. So uh, yeah, we're just really tight knit. We, we want to see, uh, each other in the the sport also evolves, so I think uh, I think that's why we're such like a big family, you know. And uh, yeah. I've coached players that now are gonna play with me in university, and like it's just uh, it, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Very close knit community. For sure. 
All right, let's break this nervousness up because that was a really polite answer. Now yeah, let's talk some shit, all right? Because everyone has that family member they hate seeing on Thanksgiving. Who sucks? <laughs> Eagle, what's your question? That's my question. Oh, it's, who yeah. sucks? <laughs> Oof. Um, can I politely not answer that question? I, know, actually don't, we, we I actually don't know, know what to say. <laughs> no, but like, but that's so like that's kind of the thing. A, first of all, it's easier for us as like. Even though we're players in FPF, it's easier for us as like dedicated media people to sort of be analytical. So we won't put that kind of stress on you, uh, obviously. But I would like to hear about your team coming into the... the, the That's a nice segue. Yeah, of course. This is what I do. <laughs> um, but um, I do want to talk to you about Team Concordia because coming into the season, uh, I'm like Sarah Parker fan number one. So they were my like favorites to take it all. Proving, of course, that I didn't know as much about the women's division as I thought I did. Um, and also, I thought this was the team that went to Tampa, but that's not completely true. That was an amalgam team. So uh, why why do you think it is that um, Team Concordia has been not as uh, successful as you would have liked coming into the season? Okay. So first of all, Team Team Tampa, actually, I was the only one from Team Concordia that went to Tampa. So I was Tampa. very wrong. Cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, most of the girls that I played with, I played against in the FPF League. Okay. So we were, were a little bit like spread out in the university teams. Mm -hmm. uh, for our part, uh, we decided to take part in the FPF winter season uh for fun like for something to do uh, during the off season to keep seeing each other and all that stuff so uh concordia is a new uh maybe a bit less experienced team i feel we we were one of the well actually we were the university with the least amount of uh players that showed up to tryouts but i mean that doesn't take away how talented my, my players are they have yeah. like a lot of potential and I feel like maybe uh because it was we we kind of went into FPF thinking like oh it's this is gonna be fun like we're we're not gonna put too much like we're we're not gonna take it too seriously we we're just right. there to like see each other and have fun so like we we had players you know like that are usually on offense playing defense and the opposite so yeah, it, it um, I feel like, yeah, our season doesn't really reflect how much talent we have for sure. Um, but I mean, throughout the university season, when we had uh, a lot of practice and we, the girls were like really into it and we were super motivated, we performed really well. So it's not, I'm not really nervous for our, our fall season, but yeah, for the winter season, I feel like maybe we could have taken it a bit more seriously, let's say. Right. So, you you know, you speak of the kind of highs and lows of your season. Uh, I think you, at least uh, the media here has been suggesting that you kind of struggled out of the gate. Um, but if you actually take a look at the stats, you're actually number one in passing yards. You're number one in touchdowns. So the maybe slow start to the season, you've uh, you've had 17 touchdowns and one interception in your last four games. Uh, and Concordia, if I'm not mistaken, has won two of their last three. So how do you feel uh, going into the playoffs now that you've built a bit more chemistry with the Concordia team? Well, going into the playoffs, we're for sure going to yeah, yeah. try and step it up and, you know, like make it all the way, yeah. you know, uh, playoffs is ultimately where everything counts. So for sure, we're going to be like stepping up to the plate and making sure that we, we perform uh, 
to to the best of our abilities but uh we'll we'll see what happens like i'm i'm always showing up to give my 100% and i think it's the case for for every girl going into the playoffs so we'll see i i'm not um i'm not too worried i think we're going to perform pretty well okay very cool and then uh, i have a little uh, segue question quick one uh if someone's going to show up to watch one of your playoff games uh, to see concordia play Give me one player on offense, not named Sarah Parker, and one player on defense uh, that are standouts on your team that you would want uh, other people to be like, hey, look, that player, watch out for this player on offense, this player on defense. Okay, so on offense, I think everyone knows who my favorite is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Caroline Mackin-Joubert. I yeah. played with her uh, when we represented Canada. We went to the States in 2020. And uh, now we recruited her to play for our the North team, so the team that went to Tampa. Mm -hmm. We're going to uh, Texas again in May, and she, she joined the team. So okay, nice. Caro. And then on defense, our... Our, well, usually she plays corner, but she played safety throughout the FPF season most of the time because our safety wasn't available to come and play. Uh, Laurie Saint-Pierre. Laurie Saint-Pierre is a yeah. great over, like, overall athlete. She can play any position. She mostly played offense before. And mm -hmm. uh, it was the case for actually most of our players on the Concordia team. They were all offensive players. So they were all shifted. Well, a lot of players had to be shipped to defense and taught how to play. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Laurie Saint-Pierre, I'd say. I think she's leading the league in picks, if I'm not mistaken. Definitely your team. And she showed it on Game of the Week against uh, Concordia versus Brut. She had, like, three yeah. picks in that game. It was really yeah. cool to see. Yeah. yeah. And she's played FPF also in the past in, yeah. uh, in co-ed. Okay. So she knows the idea, the, the general rules and the concepts of FPF. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I tried to stir up controversy. That didn't work. So let's go with a more serious question here. Most, um, the most subtle way, too, Eagle. <laughs> um, when look, we're looking at the competition that you have week in, week out, are there any patterns you pick up on in terms of games you've played in the past against the same people? Do they run the same playbook? Is it more uh, using this division as a way to develop new plays for, I'll call it the regular university season for some teams? How, how are you kind of seeing the, I guess, evolution of the meta, if I want to call it that, in the women's division going? Um, so we we for sure wanted to play an FPF to like, play against other teams than the, the university teams, for sure, uh, just to have a feel of different different ways of playing, let's say. So we're used to playing against teams like UCAM and UBM, like that run a playbook that uh, is similar to ours or like that run a, a style that's similar to ours and we're used to playing against. But then we we match up against a team like Les Brut <laughs> that, uh, wasn't, that was maybe a bit less known in the FPF community, but we in the flag community knew, know them very well. <laughs> So they, we always knew that they, they were a team to beat and that they were really strong. And they what is play it about also them specifically, football. though? What is it about them specifically that makes them so dominant? Um, well, they're physically dominant, for one thing. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. The girls aren't very used to being pushed around, for sure. So yeah. that's, a, that's yeah. A, yeah. something that uh, they well, we all have to get used to and like trying to be a bit more physical in our game. Uh, they're yeah, so they're physically dominant for sure. Uh, they're a bit more aggressive. Uh, but the Brut, I mean, they they play tackle football. So uh, for the Montreal Blitz, and they've played together for for years. So like the chemistry is there. They know each other very well. Uh, so for sure, like 
I think that's what sets them apart from all of us where like our team was formed maybe a year ago and they've been playing for years. So all together. For sure. For sure. Um, the, the one, well, I want to ask you sp about another team specifically, um, uh, Les Flamaros. They, uh, they had Vanessa Beery throw for them a uh, week before. And then as again, Cadaret returned as again, played particularly well, despite the team sort of being middle of the pack. What's the differences between having Adrian at quarterback and Vanessa? Like, how would you compare and contrast the two quarterbacks and their styles? Uh, I think Adrian is on her rising. She, mm -hmm. um, I met her when we were practicing at a quarterback, uh, at a quarterback specific practice with the quarter, the, the QB movement. And uh, I saw her there for the first time and I saw her arm and I was like, sheesh, this girl is going Cannon. to be amazing. Yeah. And um, she was telling me that she was always taught, like up until that moment, she was always taught and told who to throw to all the time. And she, she wasn't very familiar with reads and all that stuff. So when I saw Andrian play more recently, and I got to see how much better she got and how much she gained a lot, like she gained a lot of confidence behind the ball and she, she, she executed really well. So yeah, I'd say that Adrienne isn't done yet. She's going to be, she, she's on her way up and she's going to keep on going. And I mean, Vanessa, she's a legend. <laughs> she's yeah. a legend. I feel like it's not fair <laughs> to oh, compare yeah. Adrienne to Vanessa. What, I, mean, they, they like, I, wouldn't, like, I wouldn't find it fair to compare myself with Vanessa. Like Vanessa has so yeah. much experience. She has so much talent. She, she's what every young quarterback looks up to, right? So, it wasn't. It wasn't meant as as like a as a trap at all. Yeah. Just to say that, like, <laughs> like they're they're different, obviously, and and obviously yeah. the pedigree is very different. But I've I've been impressed at the end. The first time I saw her, I, I saw her throw down field. And I was like. My God, that's, the ball explodes! Yeah. Well, everyone in everyone <laughs> in FBF has a better arm than me. Yeah, true. Um, I get by. I get by on on my brain. So as long as that's okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I was I was blown away by by that. And then you know, Vanessa, of course, she has more of the experience with reading defenses, calling plays, and so um, yeah, you're right. That that's that's not something I thought of. I didn't know that about it at the end. So definitely, that that's a big difference. Uh, another question for you here, Sarah. So technically, we divided the women's division into two tiers with four teams, the Volts, Red Nation, VC Cubs, and Strangers being in Tier 2. You only had one game, against, from what I can see anyways, against uh, anyone in there, and it was Week 1, Red Nation, where you blew them out 45 nothing. Um what do you think about the, I'll call it the developing teams? Like what advice would you give to them being one in that position in the past and now also as a coach in terms of developing their game and kind of being able to play in that tier one and be a little bit more competitive? Mm -hmm. uh, well, I know that Red Nation played, uh, they, they played at Vanier in the past, I'm pretty sure, is what yeah. I heard. Yeah. They, and they all graduated from CJEP. So I think it, 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 it had been maybe a while before like since they they played flag um so i'd say like for any athlete anywhere in any division the more reps you get the better you get and i think the more they play like there's so many leagues over the summer so many leagues over the winter if they play as much as they can i mean there's nothing stopping them from you know like trying out for big teams trying out for their yeah. university team like we're we're looking for talent we're looking for you know we want to build a strong core. We want to have the strongest teams 
you know, we want to build them up so we can have those high competitive teams when we get to representing, you know, the province representing Canada. So like there's room for everyone to grow for, for anyone to grow. We're looking for, for potential most of the time. So like, yeah, as many reps as they can, they can play together. They can, there are leagues where you can just register individually. So if they want to get places wherever they want to play, they should play. Cool. Uh, I'll, I'll touch on it in a second, but I'll let, I'll let Iggy yeah. ask this question first. And I have some, my, my question will tie into that specifically as well. Okay. So it's not a wrap up question. So it'll, it'll be uh, my last question. I get to wrap up. I, yeah, Iggy, yeah, I'm the boss. Yeah, I get yeah, to yeah. wrap up. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> so uh, I, I, now that we've uh, talked about the women's a little bit, um, I want to, you know, stir some controversy. Uh, can you confirm that you're the new starting quarterback of Bishop Sycamore in co-ed one? And are you the new starting quarterback in Golden Eagles? in 4b um yeah yeah i i <laughs> both? so i both? i threw yeah. for yes yeah breaking news yeah yeah go so this it, sunday yeah. i'm playing in lachine at eight and at nine i'm playing for golden eagles at eight and i'm playing for bishops at nine cool yeah so, so tommy I'm Tommy went to yeah. Mexico and he asked me to uh, replace him at quarterback. And he didn't bring you team. with him. <laughs> um, no, the uh, I got. I'm going to reveal something that I messaged you about, Sarah, before the season, uh, when I thought you were the quarterback of Golden Eagles because I saw your name on the roster, and I was like, it's not fair that we're both in the same division. Uh, <laughs> we're not the same caliber at all. And so now. You're chasing my team for a playoff spot. I don't like this. I don't like this one bit. I don't like this one bit. Um, but yeah, so... I played two games with them. One went not so well, and then one went really well. So I'm we'll just see. happy Golden Eagles is not on my schedule. That just <laughs> a lot of pressure I, I had to me. get used to throwing a big boy ball. Yeah, it's, a, it's different. I'm, sure. Yeah, so I throw with a glove. I can't throw as far, but I mean, I, yeah. I'm, I'm still making... I think I, I'm... I'm trying to make smart moves with the ball. Yeah, that's what I it think, is. That's I think you considering. Six, yeah, six TDs, no picks on the finessers. I think was the stat line. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're making the right reads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have I have kind of a a big question to sort of end the interview because um, I it's really important to 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 me and 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 believe me based on the meetings I've had in the last few weeks it's important to FPF as well. Um, we want FPF to be the home for women's uh, sports. We're going to have an announcement soon about the women's final, uh, what we're going to do in terms of the roadshow and all that, uh, because you know we, we want to shine light on it. I've watched WNBA for a long time, and for a long time they said stuff like, well, they don't invest in it because nobody watches. And I said, well, but the thing is, nobody used to watch the NBA, and they invested in it, and that's how people watch the NBA today. And so for me, it's important on the front end to put investment into into women's sports. Um, and so what can we do? Because to full disclosure, and I, I may have said this on air, I've said this to several players who have messaged me, is we owe a debt of gratitude to the women's th division because largely you guys organized and came to us. Um, and uh, we're eternally grateful for that. Uh, and so now it's our turn to sort of branch out, push it, and try and and. and like I, I, I see a future in a short period of time where we have 20, 30 women's teams and grow it from there. You know what I mean? Like that's to me within two or three years, that's where I want to be. Um, and, and that's where I think the direction can go for, 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 for women's league. So what can we do to help, 
uh, push the message? How can we shine more light on the women's division? Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I think we're a close-knit community. I feel like if we spread the word that, you know, SPF is open to everyone, I feel like we could get a lot of female teams in. And we we really appreciate you guys, like, putting in the work and getting us into the female division, you know, giving us exposure. Like, I've seen you, your guys' stories, like, posting two girls that had like crazy stats, just like giving us exposure that way. I think uh, I think we're we're grateful for that for sure. Uh, giving us the opportunity to play too. Uh, I wouldn't like I I wouldn't want to ask for more than what you guys do for the guys for sure. So like I feel like just giving us a, a equal treatment to whatever the guys get is uh, is plenty for us. And if we want to spread the word about yeah. uh, having more girls coming to play in FPF, like. It, everyone wants to play so I don't think it, it'll be an issue that way just because you know our community is is strong and is small and you guys will you guys just got into it so for sure we have like this kind of assist that we have to we have to bring in just to help you guys you know of course and it, it's super super appreciated you know we, we we want to incorporate in the podcast and the, the easiest way for us to do that is to in, actually hear it in your voices I've been joking with Mo saying that we need a segment called mansplaining with Mo and Spies where we talk about the women's <laughs> division but it's obviously better when we hear it from yeah. from you guys because you guys are the ones competing in the division uh, and you know incorporating it into the finals I'd like to see this year of course the schedule was delayed because of COVID but uh, I think in in the winter seasons we can actually have a full 10 week season for the women's division because it'll line up better with the, like if we actually start in January to line up better with the women's calendar, uh, that was another thing that came up in my meeting this week. So uh, I think there's a lot of really cool things we, we can have on the, the horizon for the women's league, and uh, we're we're looking forward to getting your input and the input of uh, lots of the the ladies in the league. So thank you so much for your time, Sarah. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was it's a pleasure. Absolute, thank you, Sarah. Thanks. Last chance here. Just one name. Shit on someone. Come on, one name. <laughs> it's gonna be me. <laughs> Can it be myself? I think. I think I had a poor performance throughout the season, but she okay. says that as she's gonna steal my playoff spot. Yeah. It's the, it, it's, so it's low key shitting on me. <laughs> thank you, Sarah. We'll talk. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Sarah. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to it, perhaps watching Calling the Audible. In fact, sorry, you, uh, you were are already, already watching, watching or listening to Calling the Audible. A little different this week. Uh, mostly what? It's the same as usual. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, nothing's ever different. This is how we've always done it. Um, I'm Mo Khan. <laughs> Hi, Mo. How's it going? Hey. How's Ramadan going? Never mind. It's that's a trap. Don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> there's not no, a way I'm not going there. There's not a way you don't say anything without insulting lots of people. So, um, Joining me this week is Iggy Magnets of uh, Magnet fame. Uh, producing the show is Eagle of Knob fame. Uh, the beginning of the show, you heard an interview with Sarah Parker. We were going to run it in the first segment after the introduction, but... Stuff um, happened. Stuff happened. Namely, Iggy can't tell time. 
Oh. Well, when you say 7.30, Hot Sauce Sports, this yeah. other show we, you we, do. Yeah, I don't know uh, if you know about this show, by the way. No, I, I don't. Can I, I've never talked about it before, so I'll, I'll take a minute to talk about it. It's a comedy sports uh, show where yeah. we discuss the news and happenings around the world of sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, we joke about it because it's just sports, guys. It's not that serious. And uh, it sounds a little something like been listening to hot sauce sports ah, so i do this magic ah. trick where i can make him speak without him speaking <laughs> that's what he's been doing for years but <laughs> it's never actually my thought yeah, so when you say 7 30 we're gonna be wrapping up i i usually get the the, little, the later message tom it's coughlin 7 45 in fact i have i have this you could <laughs> check your check your messenger rob told me i can fire you on air oh yes yes I saw so that, yeah. i'm not even <laughs> now, making that up it's in our messages <laughs> So for the record, I said 7.30, we aim to start, and you said, so 8 p.m., yeah. and I said, lol, yeah, exactly. and then but he also said, before make that, it as close to 7.30 as possible. But also, Your if you scroll was, up, ah, shit. I said we have Sarah Parker <laughs> at 7.30, <laughs> which we're running late anyway because we had to download the assets and stuff for the, you know, change your name from Mo to Iggy and so on. Uh, but yeah. I just left it Mo. It's, uh, this is my favorite sports weekend of the year. I... <clears throat> I know why. It's normally FBF it's, finals. Yep, exactly. Yep. <laughs> and it's also the Masters. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I love and hate it because obviously it's fun to have as much sports as possible. But the Masters is my favorite sporting event of the year and I don't get to watch it as much. So it's the last so two what you, years. So what are you doing now that, that you can? Well, it, I'm watching a lot of my work. <laughs> I haven't done any work today. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was true. But I, I do have it on my second screen at work. Um, I will be watching it tomorrow all day long. Uh-huh. And I've already warned my wife that I will be the couch Saturday and Sunday. So is she joining you or for parts of it? She oh, she's yeah. from Georgia. Okay. Yeah, she grew yeah, up yeah, in Atlanta, yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. she she likes sort of seeing the course and all that. And the, the Masters actually does a really good job of like presentation. Yeah. So it's actually a, an enjoyable experience. To and watch. I've heard. I've all I've been hearing about this week is the walk. The walk on yeah. Augusta is yeah. is so hard. It's so it's a f- steep ski hill yeah. down. It's and not that hard. <laughs> it's just it's nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I look f- I look forward to eventually. I will walk it one day. Not as a player for sure, but yeah. I will it, it, I will just walk, walk it the grounds. Day. I will spend a lot of money to walk the grounds. Uh, so yeah, so Iggy joins me today. Uh, Iggy, of course, covers Division Four mainly, but today he'll be covering all the divisions, just like I mainly cover Division Six. And we'll be uh, yeah, that was a cool, uh, cool interview. Uh, I, I like yeah. getting the perspective of you no. Know, in all seriousness, we joke about it about you know guys talking about the women's division, but uh, to get her perspective on uh, on where the league is, uh, where it should go, and how how to get there is a cool uh, con- conversation we had. And we talked about in the interview how, like, because it's so communal, we can't talk about it the same way as the men's league because they all have a background that's related to why they're in flag together, right? Like, but it's like not some guy FPF, might play, yeah. some guy might play McGill and is on some random team with I don't know, Jason Rossi or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything to the team. Yeah, it just it, it matters as context, and we can bring it up, but it doesn't actually mean anything, right? right? right, right, right. So. Uh, you know, it was it was cool to get that perspective, get that in insight. You know, because we, we don't we don't get that easily. Um, and it was uh, it was a really great interview. Really, really did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, how was your week, Iggy? Uh, it's been okay. A uh, couple of scorekeeping games. Uh, went two and one, or yeah, two and one. That's a good week in uh, cool. in FPF. A uh, couple scorekeeping shifts, and uh, yeah, at least the, the games I did get to see with mostly Conrad on the field as a ref. Um, Oh, you know what? Let me mention this. Because uh, ha- one thing happened in your game, and then the same okay. thing happened in my game. Ah, the inadvertent whistle. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> Fuck the inadvertent whistle, man. So, so, a, so I had to combo all the guys down really quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So explain what happened in your uh, well in our, our game. Um, I threw a short pass to George Ifantis. Uh, yeah. He was running towards the sideline, yeah. and made, it did. He made like a twisting move with his yeah. head, like just well. Uh, so I guess we'll start. We'll start in Div Four since since. The topic brought us there. Yeah. This is not Mo running the show. It's a very no. different show. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it might be yeah, four hours. I know. Um, it was last time. <laughs> so, again, it was more free shit. Yeah. Stop complaining. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I threw the ball out in a quick out. He made his guy miss. Uh, but it, there was a sound. Like, there was a sound of Oh, like, was there? there I, was. Didn't, I didn't hear it from my... It, it was, like, for me to hear it, it's going to be pretty loud because yeah. I'm, I'm definitely oh, right, in one of my ears. Right. So, um, it was decently loud but it, whatever like it clearly yeah. didn't get uh, come undone and then Vince Pisano was the, the ref and a yeah. new ref and then Division 4 is quick for a new ref to be yeah, ref yeah, right it is, yeah. and so he blew the whistle quickly and it it would have been a touchdown yeah he, he took it the, he took it the, yeah. to the house yeah and then what happened like two or three plays later do you remember two or three plays <laughs> later he made a guy miss but the flag came out <laughs> he, he, the flag I, came out and the whistle never well, came because he was I, waiting I, I, this time I called like a technical timeout and I said hey guys like what's the, the protocol on this and, and he's like I, I just made a mistake I said, I said well I said, I'm sure the other team won't mind we prefer a late whistle than an early whistle yeah if that's okay, like if that doesn't violate any rules, it's like okay, that that makes sense. And like, just make sure that you see the flag, you know. And, and then and like and uh, like, a couple of my guys were getting upset because it was a really tight game, and uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was, was like, was. I was like, no, no. And it ended up working out because I think I I was talking with Conrad on the sideline. We're like, I think that's a good thing because there was five I, minutes. I thought left. of that in a huddle. I know because there was five minutes yeah. left in the game. You were down by two points. Basically, it's a tie game, or you're yeah. just, you 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 need the touchdown to win. I'm like, maybe this is actually kind of good because you would have scored too quickly. I wanted to end with the ball. Yeah, basically. yeah. So, and, and that's what ended up happening. And that's it. End. So basically, yeah. it, it, we go up, they tie the game, 33-33, five plays left. Justin Blanchard scores if we won the game. And and yeah. not completely unrelated to the <laughs> to that to that moment, right? Because yeah, yeah. otherwise, I would have had like two or three minutes to kill plus five plays. Yeah. And we'll stay in Division Four, but then... Yeah. The inadvertent whistle. Well, yeah, we'll come, recall. That'll be that'll be sort of the central theme. Like, uh, like you know, yeah. <laughs> you know when you're watching a show, uh, like there's the there's the episodic plot, yeah, and then yeah, the plot yeah. that branches within, out. Yeah, that's yeah, what the that's the, what the uh, yeah. the general plot's gonna be. Sure. Like like last time whistles. it was the quarterback, the the backup quarterback. There you go. Uh, in, in, uh, there we go. We we totally planned this. Yeah. yeah. Um, in our pre-show meeting so, that we so didn't yeah, have. The, yeah, uh, specifically on that note, if you are watching the show and you have feedback, either positive or uh, critical about any of the things this season, whether it be scorekeeping, uh, refereeing, uh, us specifically, yeah, don't forget audio. to leave a comment down below. And if you're listening to this on our podcast, go on YouTube and leave us a comment. That'd be wonderful. So if you, if in case you haven't noticed, we playfully will react to it. We'll start fake rivalries with teams <laughs> based on your comments. Oh, uh, like last week, I, I don't even know if they won or not, but I picked Dusters, I picked against team specifically because of what they wrote in the chat. And know? then they put like clown faces on Instagram. Yeah, like, that's yeah, awesome. You guys. That's awesome. Yeah, Your juggle balls are there, by the way. Yeah, you oh, feel free to oh, juggle at oh. any time. Uh, you can't Thanks for wearing green, by the way. Really fucking smart. <laughs> Come on, who, who <laughs> does jacket. that? I got in here quickly because I was late. Who does that? Who wears green on a green You. <laughs> I did last, oh, last time. It's St. Patrick's, yeah. Um, they lost, by the way, Dusters to seventh rounders, twenty good. to eighteen. Good, I was right. I was right to in the seventh s- rounders. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah, the in- quickly the inadvertent whistle. It happened in our co-ed game, uh, kiss my end zone against Yin and Yang. Abigail Cockerton took it to the house and her two inadvertent whistles. You could have said that for co-ed. It's no, it's fine. 
I just said that's the thing we're going to do. Yeah. You need to listen to the show you're on. Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah, Division I mean, 4. It's fitting that you're here replacing Mo. <laughs> it's fitting. Division 4. <laughs> so, uh, Blackout's uh, blowout brotherhood. Yeah. So, um, I was surprised when I saw just the score. But like then I opened the, up. Like it's, it's like I've told Mo about Blackout's. Like, uh, this game was specific. I believe I said, you won't be surprised if Blackouts win. But yeah, I think yeah. the score is the surprising part. Right. But then not, I, not the outcome. Is it? But then I opened. Is it? Because no, no. I called it. But then I opened. Yeah, you kind of did. Uh, but then I opened up the scoreboard and I see, oh, well, Quazy didn't even play. Yeah. So, so I guess that begs the question. They did have Theogia, though. Yeah. Did, I'm, I'm assuming he played defense. Uh, yes, he, yes, he up? yes, he did. Yeah, he well, you saw it. the game, right? I did oh, not. No, you just saw the score. No, I just saw the score, uh, and I was surprised by it. But then I saw Quazy didn't play. But as good as Theo is as an athlete, is and he has played a, a, a few reps at QB. He hasn't played in a while. Like, well, like and when he, and when he did, he, he wasn't outstanding. He was a Division three quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I played against him in Division three. That's okay. all I know. Oh. You played Division three. Uh, well, not how as a quarterback. Long, how long? Oh, okay. In, in, <laughs> lo- in a long time ago. Oh. Okay. Several injuries ago. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so how much how much stock can we put in into this? Does it mean is it does it really mean anything? You know, come playoff time, where if if and when the Brotherhood and Blackouts meet in a semifinal or final, uh, does it does it mean anything? A little bit, uh, because Blackouts to me are one of the strongest rosters in Division Four, and I've said it before. Yeah. They have uh, if Adam Sanagra sort of gets the FPF thing sooner than later because the natural talent is there. It just, it's, it's different from tackle. It's crazy. I saw him that's in, a reading that's throw f- in Division 2 yeah, and, and, or even 1 and with hashtag NR. Holy crap. Yeah, that rating's going to skyrocket. <laughs> the, the, the this is the last season. This guy's the throwing in Division this 4. Is, it, I, I equate this to uh, a team drafting a quarterback in the NFL and paying like the, the rookie scale uh-huh. until uh-huh. like... The new contract comes in. The new contract's coming in for Adam Sanagra. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> A, he's going to have the Division Two multiplayer, and B, he's putting up good stats everywhere. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, But blackouts are really good. Uh, Mike Kizaka is a really good receiver. Ryan Vanslet oh. is really good as well. And then, like, like I keep saying, like, uh, Julien Lachance, if he needs to throw, or Alexander <laughs> Lille, if yeah, he needs to throw, are really – those are three – Good quarterbacks in Division Four yep. on their own teams. Yeah, yeah. If, if yeah. they all had their own team, yeah. and uh, and Cristioni, a very good two-way player, mm-hmm. right? So like, it, it, it's a team that really, I don't know if they have like the best players, but they have no weaknesses. Yeah, I, I that, that's kind of what I see here. It's just top to bottom. It's, I, I think I'm in agreement with you. It's one of the strongest teams in Four A. I'm going to make a, an argument I heard about the Miami Heat this week about. Uh, they're like a team. If you play them on two K, everyone's rated eighty three. No one's rated ninety. Right. Yeah. They have yeah. ten guys rated eighty three. Like yeah. that's that's yeah. kind of what board, yeah. what they feel like is is they're all guys who 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 can play their positions, play them well, and, and oh, nothing's weak. Kazaka and Vanslet are elite. well. They're coming. Are elite. Yeah. Oh, they're they're already like, they're already there, there but they're like already the, there. the recognition <laughs> and all that's yeah. gonna come. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they're, they're guys who started like Division Six, right? right so right, it, right. it takes a while for the the rating to catch up. And, yeah. Um, yes, you're right. Actually, in terms of ability, they're they're there. they're elite. They're, they're guys who, when they arrived on FPF, had the raw ability to play Division Three right away. Yeah. So um, that's not that's not su- it's not surprising, but the the, the score is surprising. Um, so you asked the question: Will Crazy be Crazy Gordon Mall be available for a showdown game versus KGP Raw? Uh, 
I think it's important for him to be there. That's, um, it's the only, otherwise it's going to be a similar scoreline to this one. To, it's a different to the kind. KGP Raw is a different kind of team. The, the size might be an issue for brotherhood. Size might be an issue for KGP Raw. I don't think so. I think so. Again, if so, how do they mitigate the size? If you're if you're game planning for KGP Raw, these are the kind of questions I can ask you because you play FPF. I yeah. can't ask this to Mo. <laughs> but how how would you prepare knowing the difference in physicality as KGP Raw? Yeah, I. And and this is what I would suggest, and it's probably what they're going to do because I've seen them uh, play on Monday nights in Saint Laurent a couple times. They're not going to change anything. They're going to keep to their game plan, and only if it doesn't work, then they'll adjust. And then that that's kind of uh, w- what we'll be answering your question is if the the size of brotherhood is what like is impeding them from from taking a lead and and, and winning the game. Um, they're going to use their, their – I was going to say speed, but, man, only Jonathan Garfinkel's speed is more elite than anyone on, on yeah, Brotherhood. Yeah, because the other guy like, – all of KGP Raw are fast, but, you, yeah, Gar- Garfinkel is the burner yeah. on the team. Yeah. So, KGP Raw, they're the only undefeated team yeah. left in 4A, yeah. uh, currently in first place in Conference A West. They have the Brotherhood this upcoming week, and then a couple weeks off, then they end the season with Hurley and Sons and Top Sizen. If they don't lose this week, is this a ten and zero season? Maybe is, is this week basically you know their what? hardest game left? You know what? Maybe <laughs> top season is really good. Yeah, that's the thing. It, yeah, it, it, their record doesn't reflect um, how good of a team they are. Like they've been solid, but uh, the, and they just barely squeezed the win out against Bruins, right? N- n- I was there for that game. It's not. It, it's not what it looks like. It, Bruins kind of scored late. Oh, okay. to, but, so but, they're up but, two scores, but basically the entire time, and then Bruins just. Made it tight when it didn't pretty matter. much, but it was it was close. It it, it wasn't uh, it, it wasn't a blowout. It, it wasn't like they were never in it. Bruins t- tried to get in a bit too little, too late. But like, like EGP Raw has got two hundred and fifty three points scored. Right, that's awesome. That's excellent. Yeah. But Top Citizens got two forty five. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, they it's a kind up. of team that yes, can keep up. That, that so yeah so. No, not necessarily. If they if they beat Brotherhood, they could still lose that game to Top. Let's put it this way: like, there's an alternate reality where KGP Raw is five and two, and Thompson is undefeated at this point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to me, they're similarly and it, caliber teams, and, it, and I wouldn't be surprised or shocked by that. Yeah. Well, I'd be shocked by the alternate dimensions. Oh, yeah. sure. incredible thoughts! <laughs> Only if you realize there was kind of like you just did. So, yeah. are we in the alternate dimension right now? I well I I well we we would be alternate to the other one. Yes. Like the other one where um the Empire State Building is still a docking station for uh, blimps. Mm. Throw the dice up in the air if you get my reference. Yeah. One of six. Yes, there you Where's go. the, the uh, ten <laughs> seasons in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a nice little cycle here in that KGP Raw has beaten Blackout and Blackouts have beaten Top Sizen. And the Brotherhood, Brotherhood now beat. just uh, Brotherhood has beat, beat top, season, top season, but blackouts yeah. beat the Brotherhood. So, so it's just that, exactly that. that Everyone's shows, pointing at everyone else. Yeah, right? yeah the Spider Man. Spider Man. Well, but that's put it up, evil. But it's the best type of that. Like you don't like you see it. that sometimes at the oh, bottom okay. of divisions. I love this. But yeah. when it happens at the top of divisions, yeah. it's so much more fun. Uh, it's I, so much uh, more yeah, fun. Yeah, like Division Four, Four A, and Four B. They're like really competitive, and, oh, yeah. and it's amazing. Like yeah. from week to week, you you can go, you can be in a playoff spot and move down, or move from the fifth seed to the second yeah. seed. It's, I love Absolutely. that. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, Blackouts, top season, small giants. 
who's going to finish two, three, and four in conference? A Eagle, can you bring up the uh, conference standings? Yes, sir. So blackouts, top season, small, small giants. giants. What? Who's going to finish? Oh, uh, not two, three, two and, and three. Two, three, and four. Yeah. So r- rules when it comes to this, whoever's going to finish in two has to come from oh, confer- yeah. the the divisional the, standings, right? Yeah. So it's one of the blackout four season small giants. Yeah. So yeah. Le- so we're this is in a, in in one of th- in the dimension where KGP Ra, which might be ours, wins the wins the conference. They get the one seed. Yeah. Who gets two, three, four? How does it shake out? How do you see it? Uh, give me small giants to come in at second, and then uh, and then blackouts after that. Just because small giants have that extra game in hand, uh, and if I look at their schedule, they have Stoics, Nomads, Backyard Bullies, and blackouts. So. I see them two winning two, those. three, and one. Yeah, uh, three and one, if not four and zero. Oh. oh, really? You think yeah. four and zero? Oh? Yeah, I think they can take blackouts. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, the the thing, the thing with blackouts, and and I think it's the thing that's going to ultimately uh, cost them in the playoffs, is that Adam Sinagra is learning FPF. Like we've seen it with top tier, like he is top tier quarterback. He's going to be in Division One. Oh yeah, 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 hundred yeah, 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 percent. Um, yeah. But like we saw, it, for example, with uh, when Sam Cow, uh, who played for uh, UDM, when he came and joined FPF, his first season in Division Four was good, but it cost him in the playoffs just because it it's not the same game. It takes a second. It like him to learn the position in FPF is a lot easier than guys like us, yeah, right? Who, yeah, yeah, who are yeah. not elite athletes, yeah, who are yeah. not a, a already quarterbacks. Right? But any but any place you can get an edge. Whether it's the 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 play calling, the concepts, the timing, using yeah. your timeouts properly, and the spacing on the field is different. It is, yeah. And yeah. and there's certain types of throws you can make and flag that you would never dare in a f- in in tackle. Yeah. In terms of you don't want to get people murdered, yeah. where that's not a risk in FPF because it's not a tackle league. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, that's some that, that the comfort with those throws is going to develop yeah. when it's like, oh yeah, I can do that. Oh, yeah. I can attack that. Oh, I can exploit yeah. that. Yeah. And that's where that becomes. That's, that's a, it's, a, that's, it's an intricacy that, that happens, yeah. and, and, and it, that's the edge that he doesn't have just yet. But that's it's, it's fighting the programming, right? Like they're programmed to play a certain way, <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. and it, it, it'll change, and it, it'll change as soon as they see like, oh, this is actually ripe for uh, for the picking in in, in yeah. FPF. Uh, but top season has big fun take over KGP Raw. That's a tough end of the season. Top season have uh, big again? fun take over KGP Raw. Yeah, the KGB Raw is going to be hard. I, I, because I kind of think they're going to go undefeated. Again, like I, I don't think it not been playing well. Yeah, but the talent is there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. and yeah. we know th- we we've seen that group be really good. Yeah. So I know it's up a division, but everyone kind of moved up the division, right? So it's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. in similar competition. But yeah, mm-hmm. just because the Eagle was super shocked with my small giants or it might be blackouts, I said it real quickly. Like, oh yeah, I like guaranteed that I. Not a guaranteed win. It'll be a very close game. It's going to be an awesome game to watch, and you know, for yeah. to end to wrap up the season. But I just I can see small giants pulling out a, a win. Yeah, uh, little Justin Lerner bait on a play type of thing. It's like, oh, that uh, guy's open. Nope. Yeah, yeah. And the I've no- made that mistake. <laughs> I made that mistake many times. And he Justin does Lerner. he does something you do too with the the no look pass. Yeah, yeah. To the front corner of the end zone. Looking, it's looking here, looking here. I was telling the Eagles, yeah. like, it's a thing where even though defenders know what's coming. <laughs> you, the, you have to respect where the eyes you are. Have you, you have to. Because you, you know there's a guy behind you. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And, like, the thing to do is to take away the easiest throw, which is the front of the end zone. Yeah. 
but it, it's instinct. It's it's hard. To, it's fighting <laughs> the programming, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I <laughs> I ran it twice the same corner yesterday. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, 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 <laughs> it I happens. Saw, yeah, I saw. Um, <laughs> among mongoose, spears, cougars, and centaurs, who could fall out of playoff position? So they're all in uh, the playoff. Eagle position will bring that currently. up. So right now the Bleu Ballard and Nomads are yeah. currently out, but they're both at two points, right? They both have a win. Yeah. And pretty much Mongoose, Sansar, and Sparrows Cougars are all at risk of dropping out. Bramalor, Nomad, and Mongoose have six games. Sontod and Sparrows Cougars have seven games played, so there's a little advantage there. And, but uh, I mean it's pretty much still wide open. Even Stoics can theoretically drop here, right? LeBron and Larry got their first win last night. Um, yeah. I was talking to Tony Curry about it uh, after the game. They played the same time as us, so yeah, I, I didn't yeah, get to see yeah. it. But um, he was frustrated because their only win has come by default, forfeit. by forfeit this yeah, season. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they've had a roster consistency issues. But you see, that's the only team LBB would have beaten is Nomads. And so now they're both at the bottom. Here's what I don't understand. Minton Tat. Is an elite defender. defender, and he doesn't play. Why does he play defense on Le Bleu I, I, we I talked get, about this last time. I don't I, I, like. Yeah. So <laughs> I understand that when you're playing quarterback, you're you might not want it because you already have a lot running through your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You use the time on the bench to think of the next drive. That said, your team needs you, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. and I've known Min a long time, and yeah. I'm telling you, the guy is a shutdown, shutdown corner. Yeah. And then put Phil Angers on the other side of that of that defense, and now you're shutting down the deep yeah. ball. Phil Angers only played two games. I yeah, yeah. get him to show up. Yeah, he, played, he was there last night. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's a difference maker. Yeah. that's a different team if he's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. an absolute different. And team. And that was one of my suggestions as to why they're doing so poorly in uh, Division Four A is that they had him on the roster to start, and that caused them to go into the Four A split. Uh, instead of pr probably should have been a four B team if he's not playing like uh, like he hasn't been this season. So um, do you think? Either, so I, th do you, so I, I think, think it's more. I, I think the standings, these teams rise. I think the standings say exactly the way they are. Okay. Like in terms of who's in the playoffs and who's out. Um, LBB and Nomads. And, and so, the so you don't want to disparage here. the great name of Junior Sparrow. The no, they're going to make the honorable, the, the, beautiful man. That is, they have that the, yeah, and they have the honor of making the playoffs. Great. Yeah. I, I honestly yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Like, there's not a team I pull for more because yeah. just my emotions than the yeah. Spurs Cougars. Yeah. So. so the other angle to look at here is that likely Brotherhood aren't getting caught from the points perspective yeah. in Conference B North. But TakeOver, I mean, they could potentially be lapped by Mongoose or arguably even Nomads potentially with uh, with the right schedule and the right circumstances. I don't think it's going to happen yeah. necessarily, but, but it, it's but possible. It's mathematically possible, yeah. Yeah. Um, it is mathematically possible. <laughs> let's, let's leave it at that. I don't, yeah. I don't think it'll happen. Yeah. But um, TakeOver's points against also don't really help at all. Um, and Sparrows Cougars can kind of... It's, again, not mathematically, but kind of uh, disparage Nomad's hope. They play each other this week. Sparrows Cougars versus Nomad. So yeah. they can they can kind of set the tone Basement for... Basement Dweller matchup. Yeah, well, they're they're my, in the playoffs. They can, they can, they can just kind of confirm their spot by beating... Yeah. Just beat Nomads, and you've pretty much assured yourself the uh, the spot. In 4B, who matches up with uh, Montagnard? In 4B... Uh, not not many teams do. Uh, again, another undefeated like uh, like KGP Raw. 
they're eight and zero. Um, the U, the U, uh, just because they always, just because I think the the Montagnard did beat the U this season. <laughs> no, they did not. Uh, the U's only loss came to Vultures. Oh my bad, it was and, Vultures and Vulture and uh, the U didn't have Evan Frank or Joe Cano there, and yeah. maybe uh, and it was Nicky Papich throwing. Montagnard so. have finessers and Les Folles left on their schedule. Oh, <coughs> Folles is getting better though. They are, yeah, yeah. It's just the, the inconsistency at quarterback, but a Guillaume Belance started showing up. Yeah. And and B, it's the whole team's good. So it's just yeah. it's a matter of all playing together. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. watching them during Sphinx last night uh, play against. Wow, it was Sphinx like fifty one to zero. Yeah. Fun matchup. And it wasn't even it wasn't even that close. Like they really really put it. Oh on right, yeah. Uh-huh. LVF plays the U this week. So that's gonna oh, be a fun okay. That's gonna be a tough game for them though. For who? For for uh, Josh Paul. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just a U is just another. Level yeah. competition. So, but, but is Montagnan is uh, Le Vercheval a trap game for them? Final yes. game, final game of the yes. season. Because of the athleticism, yeah. because like they can they can take they can undercut routes and uh, surprise you. Yeah. Uh, but just sheer athleticism. Um, in A, I think that's it. It's it's the U and Vercheval. Honey Martin, I think matches up well. If it's like I'd say like a championship matchup, yeah. Honey Martin and we, and Beer Belly Brigade, I think, are the two in terms of the way the rosters are built. Not vultures. You did you leave them out or did you just I, I not think see them there? I no, I didn't. Um, I think Montagnards uh, would give vultures a tough time. I th- I think they're the kind of team. But would vultures give Montagnard a, a tough time? Less so. Less so. I I think it's not a comfortable game, but I I think. Uh, vultures are su- are susceptible to very systemic teams. Yeah, who run really disciplined offensive yeah, systems. Yes, Montagnards are the most offensively disciplined team in the league. Yeah, yeah. in the in the division by a by a large stretch. Yeah, like they're more disciplined offensively than a lot of four A teams. Yeah, um, yeah, fair fair point. And so that's the it's I, I, I it's not from a talent perspective at all because vultures believe me I I know yeah, 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 top yeah, to yeah. bottom they're talented, yeah. um, but they they. To me, the Montagnards are, are they do a thing that the vultures right. struggle against. Yeah, I, it, it all comes down to whether or not the rush can contain Benny is the other <laughs> big yeah. part of that matchup, yeah. right? If it were ever and happened. I mean, you mentioned Honey Martin. Uh, we actually ended up we did play them, okay. lost by eight. And yeah, but it, see, like that's a competitive game. Yeah, it, yeah, because if it's not uh, a, a pick thrown with uh, by us with four or five minutes left in the game, yeah, we probably. Well, and I, Again, I've the said way the game was going, we probably score, and they probably score too. But at that point, it's a tie game. Like, like Vultures and and Honey Martin have probably the deepest two rosters in four B in terms of like quality of players, like one through nine or yeah. one through eight or one through ten or whatever it is. Montagnard are right there too. Mo- Mo- yeah. Yes, Montagnard yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah they're the lesser known com- commodities. The the U as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's but it's it's about that. Like that's that's yeah, that yeah, that yeah. grouping of teams yeah. where it's like a notch up from a little from the rest of the division. Uh, by by we're splitting hairs too. Like yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. not saying they're dominant. Like no, no, like well, again, like uh, you, you guys have what four wins? Yeah, four and, and three. you push Mountain Yards to like a tight, yeah. to a pretty tight game. And you know what? That's what I love about the this division. It was a really close game to Voodoo. We, we came down to the last play. We had to yeah. stop them with from midfield with uh, two plays left. So I mean, like this division's—it's not easy. <laughs> not at it's, all. Not yeah, at yeah. All. So when you're saying splitting hairs, it really is. It really is splitting hairs. Who's your favorite to win uh, for the quarterback of the year in four B? Since since I'm not involved in choosing award winners because I hate it. Oh, and just do you see why now? By the way, now oh, that you've done God. it, do you oh, see God. why it's, it's terrible? So, it's 
Do you see how many hate, how much hatred you have so thrown at you? Hate, but like again, you're splitting my nude. You're like one touchdown more, one pick less. Like that's what you're making. And it, and like, decision it's off like of. what's <laughs> hashtag what? robbed. Also, like sometimes running rushing touchdowns used to get forgotten all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, guys, rushing touchdowns count. It's six points. <laughs> it's a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rushing yards count. And then it's like, how many yards matter versus how many touchdowns? Like. You know, like finding an equivalent for yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we yeah. don't have like anything standard either. Uh, Julian Fizassier, the fact that he's on an undefeated team, I know that wins aren't a quarterback stat, but you also can't win without your quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, it just goes kind of within. Like again, it's purely a stat-based award, uh, but most touchdowns. Uh, but wait, how many rushing touchdowns does Ben McMahon have? Uh, three. I believe Fafard has five. Five. Rivaldi has four. I like uh, McMahon has two. Two. All right. Two. So this is, but, yeah, but but three hundred yards. Yeah. Plus add add three hundred to his passing. He's add, actually add not running to Fafard, He's not running as much as I thought he would. No. Well, I mean, Fafard, by the way, most improved player in FPF from last season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a different person. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like, did did they clone him and then like just just run different simulations of well, Alex Fafard? The other the, one works, makes money, and the other one yeah, plays the other one flag just plays flag for a living. <laughs> and like, it's like, well, now that's he's reached optimal level. Like, like I was where do you find the time? Yeah, I was playing. It's it's rare in Div Four where a quarterback can instantly read your defense and the ball's out of his hand yeah. before defenders or receivers make their break. Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, wow, we're not winning this game. <laughs> it, it was oh, the, you lost big. It was yeah, the second yeah. drive. I was like, we have no chance. Like, even if even if I score every drive, we have no chance. Yeah, That's how that felt. And we did not score, so it doesn't matter. So who's, yeah. Uh, division. I, I, I think Fafard's five touchdowns is pretty big, but I, th- I think he's a little bit behind. I mean, puts him at 34 plus 400 rushing yards, so like 500 total yeah. yards of off. 1,500, sorry. I, he's close, though, because he has one less yeah. game than, than and, this year. And the two picks. Ooh, yeah, that's that's well, because again, the least. he 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 knows what your defense r- is running. Like it has to be a missed throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It has to be a missed yeah, throw. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not his read. Or I mean, the receiver never drop a ball or tip it up or something stupid. Exactly, it'll never be his decision. Yeah. I was so impressed, and his ability to run, his ability to throw on the run, his ability to buy time. It's or just I, yeah, I, yeah I, it's a complete player. I thought I thought Ben McMahon was an, a matchup nightmare, but it's like it's like maybe not. He's not as fast, not as shifty. But his arm is a cannon, yeah. and his decision making is is next level. Yeah, I, I was like, I was pulling for Frank K early in the season, and they, they, he's fallen off a little bit. A little bit, but, yeah, he, I mean, but he's he's been having a great season. Yep, yeah, uh, but yeah, I, look to put in the conversation for QB of the year. Um, yeah, Julien Fisset, uh, Sear, uh, Ben McMahon, Alex Fafard, those are my top three. Those 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 are going to be the the finalists. But speaking of that that matchup, yeah. who's better, beer belly or vultures? Well, I mean, they they just played, <laughs> yeah, and beer belly won. So you're saying that one is a perfect sample size and will be perfectly replicable every time? Because well, isn't, isn't your job to prove <laughs> the opposite in your outside of FPF world is that you need to build systems that prove <laughs> things over time and and that are just stable? Yeah. yeah. Well, look. The question so is So this is how you would approach this in question, a non-football thing. The way. question is, who's better? Yeah. Beer Belly Brigade or Vultures? Mm-hmm. They just played this week. You can't get more recent bias, recency bias than this. Beer Belly won and 
and at first there was a bit of a, a misnomer in the score. There was an uh, extra touchdown added by accident instead of the scorekeeper clicking first down. They, Come on, Nicky, be, be better. Oh, it wasn't me. I was playing. <laughs> it wasn't me. They clicked. You got so sad so quickly. <laughs> they clicked uh, touchdown instead of first down. Uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, James Drysdale pointed that out to me. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like, you saw Fafard 15-yard touchdown on the first play. And then you just saw he kept throwing the ball and just like, yeah, okay, it doesn't make sense. Uh, but who's better? Uh, I mean, if they play again, I kind of see the same scoreline happening. Uh, I think it's, look, it's, you know, uh, if they play 10 times, it'll probably go six and four one way or the other. Yeah. Um, I, I, th- I I give an edge to Beer Belly Brigade. Um, I think because of the defensive side yeah. of the ball. They oh, just, the defense is really good. I mean, again, no. Matthew Pilot's really, really, yeah. really smart defender. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a really good team. Yeah, they're just a little more disciplined because they're both athletic. Because the, the like, I I remember uh, whenever they were called in Div Six, the uh, Siete Amigos, Los Siete, Los Siete Amigos, Amigos. Yeah, yeah. and Alex Fafard. I was like, man, if this guy learns how to play this game properly, he's gonna be a it's menace. Yeah. And I was like, we're here. I was like, I'll I'll have like. Kids, three, three, I'll four, be six, retired from FPF. I'll be on the oh, golf he's course. Here, he's here. I'll never. No, it happened very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it happened literally from last season. Over over a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it took a pandemic to do it. I have a question, <laughs> unrelated it. to anything in the script. Yeah. I felt this happened to me. I improved immensely during the pandemic with time away from FPF because it gave me time to reconsider my playbook, my concepts, how I use different people in my offense, and. Of course, throwing the ball took some time to get back to, but yeah. um, if you look at my numbers before the pandemic and after, it's, I'm a different person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, the, Alex the, David pointed this the out. Pick to me. sixes, yeah. Yeah, less, those, those much, are much, much less. less. <laughs> but even the, the way the ball's moving, and that you know, you've pointed out the billion of attempts. But like, not just me, but like Alex Fafard is one of these guys too. He yeah. Improved immensely. I've noticed it happening with certain people. What like so? In my case, it was giving me time to think, yeah. and and it, it just going from one season to the next to the next to the next. I never really had time to consider yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. Um, do you think it's that, or do you think it, it could be something else? Yeah, it could be that, but because it's at least for me, it's not physically. Like I'm slower. Oh, it's definitely not physically. <laughs> like I'm it's yeah, not yeah, physically. yeah, it's not physically. <laughs> I got slower. Yeah. Like some people that, that didn't get reps on my team are dropping more balls than usual. <laughs> Simon Dashney in Division Two. Yeah, he was telling me he's like he's like. I don't have the same power in my arm. Yeah, like, it's yeah, gone. He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, it doesn't look good. I was like, dude, that happened to me a couple of years ago where I was just like, oh, what happened? Yeah. Every single ball floats. Nothing's a spiral. So it's just, it's, it's not physically. So it, it must, apart. it must be the mental. It yeah. must be the mental part. And it must be. Is it that the physical skills deteriorate? But in, in Alex Fart's case, it's not the case at no, all. No, 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 no. Uh, but Timo in division two, uh, he, he's experiencing some difficulties. Unfortunately, uh, you've seen them play. Um, I've only hor- heard horror stories from my group chat with him. Yeah. Um, what's? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have my mouse. I'm gonna switch to my phone for full full time. Yeah, I, I saw that you were on your phone, uh, and I closed the script, so yeah. we're not doing well here. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna just do full full disclosure. I uh, I'm really tired. I <laughs> I left my uh my charger for my computer and my um, mouse at yeah. uh, at work, and um. This computer is inoperable without a, a secondary Char- mouse. Dell, you make trash computers. It's inoperable, inoperable without, without with a an external mouse? mouse. Without an external, external mouse. mouse, like a plug-in or you don't have a trackpad. I do. It is garbage. Uh, it is inoperable. You don't have you the don't. clitoris. No, I wish I had one. 
My whole life, I wish I had one, <laughs> and and I just don't. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah. You, uh, it's, it's, continue on this topic yeah. while I load Division One and Two. But also uh, to talk about how tired you are. Let's just give some perspective. Today's Thursday for those listening, and it's Friday or Saturday. Today is Thursday. I saw you yesterday, which makes that Wednesday. You saw me on the field. You're like, so you're good for uh, calling the audible on Thursday? I'm like, you mean tomorrow? And you're like, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm Had you not said it, I would not have come here today. Yeah. So you you would have been the one late, and yeah. you wouldn't have given me a Oh, I would have been the one home. <laughs> I would have been yeah. the one not here. <laughs> yeah. um, That's how tired you are. It's yeah. it's. Oh, it's a tough stretch. <laughs> it's a tough stretch. Um, but yeah, so, and, and you know, we, we, we talked about lightweight. Um, but Lightweight's in three, by the way. We're in three. Never mind. We're going to do it. We'll do, let's yeah. do Div three. All right, Div three. All right. YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Junkyard Dogs, they yeah. just lost to uh, Passar Prime. So, uh, looking at the Division three standings here, does that open the race for Easy W to jump junkyard dogs for the number two seed in the playoffs look the dogs they beat easy w earlier this year so so that's the thing that makes it difficult is that if they end with the same record easy w stays a spot below them at best yeah at best it would make them the third seed um unless it's a three-way tie but even then junkyard dogs have allowed far less points um than easy w oh not far less actually actually more points so let's <laughs> let's look at that this changed quickly Let's look at this from a, a different perspective here. So let's try and do a little predictions on their schedule. So Junkyard yeah. Dogs have Mangoose, Expendables, and Lemalud. What do you think that's going to happen there? So they have – what's the first one? I missed the first one. Sorry. Uh, Mangoose. Hmm. I think they win two. I think they win at least two. Yeah, they'll beat Expendables minus uh, Carmen Poliche. And we'll talk about that when we get yeah. to 35 plus. Yeah. Uh, you think uh, what are the two wins? Uh, Expendables and Mangus or Malud? Uh, I think they beat Mangus and they probably yeah. Beat so there goes the so Mangus scenario you know. of them likely catching. Right. I mean, it's still technically possible this for is second place, but, but at that point, so like, are you on. thinking? Because before we were talking about Mangus, this is Mangus. Mangus, no, no, no it's I'm a good. different goose. Yeah, 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 no. Okay, so two and one. EZW, they have Malud, lightweight, and bear skins. Also two and one, two maybe. I, it's not three and zero. It might be three and zero. That might be three and zero. Yeah. Who's the loss? Uh, I don't think Bearskins match up at all. No, not Bearskins. Uh, the, the the first game. Uh, Malud. Malud. Malud match up well against Easy. Yeah. Malud. That that that's that's a good good call because yeah. stylistically, Easy W is a very finesse team, and Malud are. Right aggressive there, right there with, yeah <laughs> aggressive and, and physical yeah. and i don't know how they'll react to that uh, so like Malud don't have that kind of talent but they play the way a division one or two team plays mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. terms of the way they break on the ball the way they 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 use a lot of tackle technique yeah. in terms of how they cover guys a lot of hand fighting and stuff yeah. stuff that's not called in fpf <laughs> yeah. um, which is it's fine like that's especially as you move up in divisions it th- happens believe yeah. me like yeah. uh, division there's a there's a line between division three and four, yeah. uh, and it's it's a very different game. And then from three to two and one, it's it's even even more different, you know. So, uh, yeah, um, that's to me. It's likely that they both win two games, and I yeah. can see a scenario where they both win three. To I think it stays as is because they have the tie break. What do you think? Yeah, no, exactly. It's it's they're gonna both. I, I yeah, I see both going two and one, and it's just gonna it's gonna 
stay as is, and again, they have the tiebreaker. We're all in agreement that whoever wins Conference B North is the two seed up there. Like they're not gonna somehow manage to surpass Thor's hammer or whoever grabs the South for the one seed. Sorry, repeat your question. Okay, <laughs> Thor's hammer. Yeah. Are yeah. Currently Did you get that? No. Okay. No, it, wasn't <laughs> it was the most you. awkward way you could phrase that question. Okay. So what right about you now? at home? Feel free to answer in the comments. <laughs> right now, Thor's hammer has the one seed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Thor's hammer has past our prime and expendables left on their schedule. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So best case scenario. Either Junkyard Dogs or EZW win all three of their games and finish with 16 points. But we just said it's likely going to be a 2-1, and one, so yeah. 14. Yeah. yeah. Which means that Thor's Hammer has to win both of their games against POP and Expendables right. yeah. to keep the one seed. Which I Junkyard Dogs has the tie break against Thor's Hammer if it gets to that uh, point. Okay. EZW, well, and they have a game in hand. So, so I think... A fairly likely scenario is Junkyard Dogs finish one, even though Thor's Hammer are the one seed right now. Right. I think Thor's Hammer... So, but if it's a three-way tie... No, so the way it works is there's it a can fight... can be a three-way tie. Yeah, there has to be a winner from each uh, division, and okay. then they t would tie one and two, essentially. Right. That's the only way it would So there, it can't be a three-way tie, basically? No, no. Okay, so the now the head-to-heads matter, in which case EZW is third at best. Yeah. So I think, I think EZW settles into a three-spot. Uh, most that's the most likely outcome. So there's there's nice. still a possibility yeah. that Silent Ticklers win all three of their games and potentially push Thor's Hammer for the top seed. Silent Ticklers have uh, Ligro Cook, Bearskins, and Killer Bees left on their schedule. They have to win all three in order for this to basically happen. So Not necessarily, <laughs> but I mean yeah, yeah, it's yeah. up there. Pretty much. Yeah. I think there's a there's also a decent scenario that it stays this way because I think Thor's Hammer win the next two pretty almost guaranteed. And, and then, yeah. and then, junkyard dogs may junkyard dogs and EZW are far more likely to lose a game than Thor's yep. Hammer. Yeah. Yep. Uh, did Thor's Hammer play EZW leagues? Did no, they didn't. They didn't. So then it would go. It would probably go points against. In which case, EZW looks to be the the favorite. So there's a scenario. Actually, if EZW wins out, and junkyard dog lose a game, and Thor's Hammer wins out, I think EZW takes a one seed. That's crazy. That's wild. That's crazy. Sitting at five and two. So we, we <laughs> talked about how Alex Fafard is the most improved player over the last in, from season to season. Yeah. If we go two seasons, the last the, the most three or four. Yeah. Jeremy White. Oh yeah. Jeremy White from whenever we broke for COVID to now, another guy improved during the pand pandemic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's another wild scenario. Expend uh, Expendables have three games left: Speed Academy, Junkyard Dogs, and Thor's Hammer. I don't think it's possible, but they could also go three and zero. Oh. Who's this? Uh, Expendables. Expendables. I, I, don't, I, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. But maybe Expendables have a tough schedule and injuries. I agree with you, yeah. but there's a chance they could also push for the one seed in yeah. the south. Right, right, right. right. Um. Uh, so Jeremy White uh, improvement. Yeah, yeah, I think it was the winter 2018 where he was in Division Six in the finals. Uh, like we knew he U. wasn't Div Six caliber at yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. I always thought, like, okay, he's going to be a guy who settles nicely into Division 4, Division 3. And then, yeah. like, now I, I can is. see him Division 2 easily, especially after the fall. Like, I was like, oh, he's competing against these really, really yeah. – like, they weren't winning a lot of games, but he's putting up a lot of points against yeah. these really yeah. good teams, you know? Yeah, that's – yeah, you have a fair point. I would have said – I mean, you, you said I could see him – you know, topping out at Division Three, Four. I mean, that's where he is. But yeah, that's not his ceiling. What kind of? But you thought the point you're making is you thought that was that's what his ceiling was, and it's not. He's yeah. here, and he's like, 
five and two. Yeah, he's, he's doing well. So his ceilings, it is division two. The way right. the way Jordan right. Panetta or or Tam Veldeth are division two quarterbacks, I see him as a similar skill set. Um, a guy yeah. who can move, guy who's got a good arm, smart, uh, makes the most of his athletic ability. Yeah, doesn't rely too heavily on his athletic ability. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. that I decision see, making is improving quickly. I see the time comparison. Well, it's more than Panetta. Panetta has an arm. Yeah, yeah but, but Panetta used to move a lot more okay. too. So yeah, okay, I'm seeing. I'm yeah. thinking more. The, it's what more I'm older seeing. FPF. Yeah, but yeah, Panetta does have a rocket. Though, yeah, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. Um, although Jeremy's got a surprising oh, one. Too. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He do, he does. The ball gets it quick. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised when we when we were playing him in in court. I was like, all right, that's. I don't remember him throwing that way. Yeah. Um. So this week, if Killabees get the win combined with the Mangus loss, is the sixth playoff spot all but wrapped up? Killabees have POP, blessed silent ticklers. Uh, Mangus have JYD, Speed Academy, Lightweight. But <laughs> that's a nice way to end the season. For yeah, me. yeah, they're, they're two bottom teams yeah. there. They just have the JYD that's, that's going to be tough. Um, yes. If, uh, but, but <laughs> I mean, yes, if they get the win against Mangus, uh, no, sorry, if they win plus, uh, a Mangus loss, it's just that Mangus has Speed Academy and Lightweight, so no. I think Mangus has two wins there to win the season. Yeah. And they will be, st- they're like a, what, a five point underdog against JYD? Five, five and a half. I'm handicapping, I like this. Yeah, yeah. Give me yeah. the action. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, playing, I'm playing to your... your yeah, you got my attention. Especially, I, I didn't have time you. to put any bets on the Masters, so... <laughs> uh, so, no, if Killer Bees get the win and Mangus lose, I think Mangus are still a play here. I think Mangus make the playoffs. Yeah. I, looking at the, the schedule that remains, I think Mangus make the playoffs because I, I think I think Killer Bees will struggle to go 2-1. I think... Uh, uh, sorry, I think Killer Bees will struggle to go 2-1. I think Mangus will at least go... To, well, they'll go 2-1. They'll go they go to one. They won't be blessed. But uh, so Eagle, did they play each other? That's yeah. Mangus and Killabees. That, that's because that'll be the, that's what check that out come. specifically here. Yeah, because that's what it's going to come down to potentially. I don't see it. Do you control F? No, no. I did that. Mangus. No. no. Okay. So it's. So yeah. So I think Mangus can make the playoffs. Uh, yeah. That and that would be wild. That's that's crazy because because of their sub five hundred record. Uh, and a four and three uh, team uh, not making it. Yeah, that 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 is pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we we started the segment talking about uh, mm-hmm. my good buddy Simon Dagenet, yeah. whose whose uh, wedding we're finally booking rooms for uh, because he got to get married off planet Earth. Um, but anyway, I, I digress. Mars is really nice in June. Sorry, I hear Mars is really <laughs> nice in June. But I hear there's no water, and I hear you're getting fifty percent off the hotel room. Well, I know. <laughs> I, I just leave it at that. This well, is, you're getting fifty percent off because the that. rates because the rates doubled <laughs> since <Yeah>. 2020. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they're honoring the price by giving you fifty percent. And, and it's because spe- it's with the wedding. It's a special rate. Uh, yeah. I'm very. I'm. Li- I, I. I'm looking forward to booking the honeymoon suite for the night before his wedding, so, and taking lots of pictures and sending you're it to booking them. it for him or no, you're for staying. Oh. My wife and I will be staying in that room one night only the night before his wedding, and then we'll we'll switch to another room. You know you're not getting married again. Oh, I know. We just want to use his honeymoon suite, <laughs> take pictures of what it looks like before the cleaning crew comes. <laughs> and then <laughs> it was my wife's idea too. That's the best part. Um, nice. But yeah, so um, no, th- they, 
they they played against um, Expendables. Expendables won by six points. Yeah. But uh, is that more embarrassing to Expendables, or is the embarrassment that Gino DeFazio and Simon Dajne combined for five five interceptions? I think the five picks are slightly more embarrassing. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of turnovers in one game. When I started in FPF, Gino DeFazio was a legitimate like Division Two, Division A quarterback. Um, and obviously, like Money, yeah. like me, he's gotten older and the physical skill set diminished a little bit. I just thought that his knowledge of the game would develop. And and like for example, when we faced him in the co-ed playoffs, I was like, oh, that's the Gino I know. Like he yeah. he knows yeah. what's open all the time, yeah. but it hasn't translated when playing the higher divisions. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so. I just feel like, especially now with the injury to Carmen Poliche, um, it's 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 a go-to for Gino, and it's not there. It's an outlet that he always has, and it's not there. Um, and then Simon has struggled with turning the ball over as long as I've known him. And uh, he's so a gunslinger. He likes yeah. to rip it in there. And but he can't rip it in there anymore. But so, but <laughs> so. so you, I actually have not been at the field at the same time as oh, Lightweight, yeah. which sucks for like Justin Blanchard who plays on both teams. Right, yeah, but yeah, um, <laughs> what's it like? What, what have you seen when you've seen Lightweight play? So I've only seen when I'm turning my back to my game because mm-hmm. he's, I'm not. But you've seen a couple of throws like. Oof. Bananas and ducks and not not good. At least the deep ball. Like yeah. I, I haven't seen. But that's the thing is like so for all of his flaws, Simon was always good at throwing a deep ball. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, not yeah, there. Yeah. So it's he needs to develop the new parts of his playbook. Yeah, the intermediate game and then adjust that. Yeah, he hates well it. then <laughs> he likes checkdowns and deep balls. He, yeah, his deep ball has to be the ten yard ins and 12, 15 yard hooks. <laughs> That's, yeah, it's an adjustment then. Yeah, that's well, a, that's a new playbook for Simon Dash. Doesn't he have to look to your playbook? <laughs> He's gonna hate that. He's gonna hate that. But yeah, like because I made I've made that realization that I'm not that guy, so I had yeah. to find creative ways to, to yeah, use yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so hopefully, you know, uh, Simon comes a long way. Uh, but so. Then why why do you think it is that Gino DeFazio, with the knowledge he has, with a better current skill set than Simon Dajne, why do you think he struggled as much? I think playing in it's as I mean I'm not saying anything controversial by saying the co-ed uh, tier two is lesser quality than than Division three. It it would be stupid to suggest otherwise. otherwise yeah. But it's just well the, a, the cap indicates that as well, right? Yeah, like, yeah exactly. So. I, maybe just seeing a slower-paced game, maybe even coaching junior, just the the, the idea of just a, a different game with slower players on the field. Maybe it's that, uh, that he hasn't adapted uh, to the speed. Um, I mean, he, he has his guy, he, like, he has his 72 yards and a TD. It's just maybe now the un- unfamiliarity with the other guys running the routes and then yeah. the other, the, the defense I don't want to say read him because it's really hard to to read him and make a break make a break on the ball because he has a rocket of an arm when he's yeah. throwing a five yard out, he's throwing it to the sideline and he's throwing it in a place where only his receiver can get it and and yeah, his sideline passes are the the strength of his game for yeah, sure yeah yeah so it, it it must be the intermediate to deep ball game that is just not working for him that it must be that um, could an argument be made that Nick Rizzo Gomes. Merits vote, votes for receiver of the year over Thomas Kutsu. Um or is the t- or the t- touchdowns more the determining factor as a as a voter for uh, player awards? Yes, how please do you tell us I how might, you usually vote. Tell us how you vote. I might not do it this year anymore. <laughs> um, Sorry, Alexi, you're on your own. <laughs> uh, 
so I saw it. Uh, you know what? Uh, kudos to Mo. He he wrote uh, part of the script here. I'm like Mo. I think you uh, you wrote the wrong Gomez in there because. Uh, Thanks for it, fixing it on the script. No, it is he is referring to Nick uh, Gomez Rizzo. Okay, uh, and that's why I, me, me too. I was like, wait, did he mean AJ Gomez? Because like 17 TDs. But if you click on the yardage eagle and sort by yardage, that's what he's referring to. So he's referring to the 90% uh, target and uh, reception ratio that Nick Gomez Rizzo has, 41 to 50, uh, his 457 yards, but only his three touchdowns. Uh, it's I, not I, enough. It's not, no. It's, it's Although I, I, Alex David once made this point, he's like, if I make three catches that sets up a touchdown and somebody else just happens to catch the same, pa- the same route I ran before and catches it in a different place, you know, obviously more, it's more valuable for points, but why does it matter more in terms of just statistical value? So you know? I, I get the point, mm-hmm. but it is different. It's just the way we understand no, the game of football, right? Like Not even that. Okay. Not even from I, – I know what you're saying, that I'm just making a catch – Crossing a goal line. Like if I catch it at the one-yard line. A white line. Otherwise known as the Alex Davis specials. Catch them all the one-yard line and giving the touchdown to somebody else. It's just, it's to me, it's the pressure of the touchdown catch. See, I as a receiver, there's no difference to me. When I've played receiver, there's no difference ca- catching no. in the end zone. And no, there is. Really? I, Soft. Yeah. A lot. Soft. A, a, last, a last play of the game, you're on the five-yard line. It's just different than being on your own 10 and I, catching a five-yard out. The it's only time not. that would ever enter my mind is if the ball's in the air for six hours. Because <laughs> like, yeah. normally you don't have time to think. If I'm throwing it, then everyone has that fear for sure. But I'm saying like, like if you're the guy receiving it, I remember playing with, with quarterbacks in, in my, with my quarterback in Division Three and, and, and Division B, and there's no time to think. The ball's yeah. on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, either yeah. you catch or you, you go it's, for dental surgery. So, so let, me, let me rephrase that. It's not... While you're running the route and balls in the air, those are split second things. It's the on the line waiting for the hut. The the heart the heart's pumping a little faster. The hands are like shaking just a little bit. I I love five five plays remaining. It's my favorite thing in the world. I, I love it. It's <laughs> yeah. It's I'm my just favorite saying thing. That, I, I my heart rate slows down. <laughs> I'm, I'm a weirdo. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're fucked up. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I was getting nervous for you yesterday. Zero percent nervous. I was zero percent nervous. That. I love that. <laughs> but yes, that that to me is the one difference. That that it it truly is. I think though, I I will say playing quarterback I think helps that feeling because you're responsible for everyone, yeah. so you can't you can't be nervous. Yeah, yeah. You're not allowed yeah, to be nervous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and like so, that's something you develop over time. You know? Right, right. So, so I think Thomas Kutsu has a, a decent well, argument. I mean, well, that's that, that's what Mo was trying to say here. Is like, look, he has because he has one game less also. So if he two games less there, it's nine versus seven. Oh, nine. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's far. And there, there's a bit of a glare on on the screen. Yeah, I saw eight. But so yeah, so he can but, definitely yeah. ca- catch him or get close in touchdowns. But he has, but he has a hundred more yards and yeah. the thing and that, nine the, more TDs. The thing is, like, Mo, Mo mentioned the catch games. The in, thing, yeah. the thing was, Mo mentioned the catch. And he has more receptions. Yeah, <laughs> I know their catch ratio. The catch ratio, ratio though, it, if you if you watch them play, Thomas Kutu is the downfield threat. Yeah. So sure. he's he's being thrown a lot lower percentage passes right. than AJ right, right, or right, Nick right, Gomez. Right, 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 right. Um, and that can't be held against them. Look, catching AJ Gomez is gonna be difficult because seventeen touchdowns is a lot. Well, yeah. He I might mean, put up three more this week, and then if he's at twenty, uh, exactly. I mean. Even if you just you can't give it, to, you can't not give it to. If, if he's the only guy with twenty touchdowns, you. Not, I know what I just said about touchdowns. You can't not give it to the guy with twenty. Yeah, right. Like it's got to go to the guy with no, twenty. No, exactly. So I like not even comparing uh, Nick Gomez Rizzo to Thomas Kutsu. 
who has more yards and 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 more nine more TDs. He's he's you can you have to give it over to AJ Gomes. I mean, 17 TDs and yeah, okay, he has 100 less yards, but he has 14 more touchdowns than you. I'm giving it to AJ Gomes if it came down between them yeah. two, like unless like it's. Like twenty touchdowns to nineteen, or, or yeah, yeah, eighteen yeah, yeah, to yeah, seventeen. Yeah, 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 fair, no. fair, sure, sure, sure. Like then, just, then you can start to consider it's it. Just three, again, nothing. Against but again, like, like the, the five touchdown difference is a byproduct also of the the, the last games played. Yeah, he, he does five have five touchdown difference. Yeah, because it's seventeen to twelve. Oh, oh, no, oh! Because you're talking about. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm talking about Nick. Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm but see, but like Nick again is is a. It's a product of the role he plays. Yeah, sure, sure. sure. He catches a lot of the underneath stuff. He gets a lot of yeah, yak. He, yeah. he he's great at that. Yeah. Um, but that also means you can score less touchdowns. Yeah, he's, exactly he's a good. he's a shorter receiver too. So, yeah. he, like AJ's really tall. He's a yeah. great red zone threat. Um, so it's I think that plays a role. Having, it's just having uh, given awards in the past and looked at it. I'm looking at stats on a on a flat sheet. Yeah. I'm not looking at the game. Well, I know that game. when when you guys send me like a tie break. Yeah. I just asked for it with no names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the I'm, blind, I'm voting the blind stats. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. So, so no. He, in my opinion, that's not... It's not even in the top three conversation for receiver of the year or offensive player of the year. Yeah, unless like he really goes off and catches six touchdowns this week and we can start looking at him. Yeah, but even yeah. then, he'd be under 10. Yeah. He'd still be in single yeah. digits. He'd have to be... Uh, I, I, the, catch, have, the catch ratio is, is nice to have. Yeah, it's cool. But we also don't know like if it's... Guys like like snappers, for example, are all going to have very high catch ratios because yeah. they're catching like shorter passes, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and usually they're wide open. So someone just drops in coverage, and that slot's open, yeah. and you're wide open. Yeah. Um, whereas like a, a guy's running posts and, and, and flies all game long, like it's it's going to be difficult. Mm. It's going to be difficult. Um, yeah, it, it, it's an interesting conversation. It but is. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. It, it, it is. He 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 would have to have three hundred. 400 more uh, receiving yards than the next leading receiver. Yeah. I feel this is like the tackles to interceptions conversation that we get on the defensive side, just less prevalent. The tackles prevalent and PDs? Back? Yeah, because it's like, oh, well, this person had 10 interceptions. Yeah, well, this person has 300 tackles. So how is it in, How is it prevalent for you when there's no I in the prevalent. word? What he's 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 there's no prevail he, in he, the word prevalent. He's criticizing the way. You oh said yeah, prevalent. yeah. Because yeah. you don't understand the amount. Like for a guy who's really smart, yeah, his inability there's, to speak the English language. There's a few words I, I fuck up. Is it preface or preface? Preface. Yeah, I've heard preface. someone say preface. It's not before <laughs> your face. <laughs> it's not before your face. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to go and say the Justin Trudeau version of that either. <laughs> Well, that was his preface. Uh, <laughs> it was pre a time where he could get in trouble for pre that. Pre prime minister. Uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> likewise, Eagle, is it bona fides or bona fides? Uh, definitely fide. <laughs> I hate you so much. I'm, that one I've never heard. That's seriously. People. When you know Latin people. No, of course it's bona fides. Wait, you, you should know Latin people. You are Latin people. <laughs> I wouldn't say bona fide. <laughs> I've heard it because I, I, it might be the same. Word in, in in Spanish. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think so. I'm only but learning the language, guy. <laughs> on the fly. Yeah. 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 So we moving. It's giving in. me unity. You know, like I'm I'm having a hard time with it. Um, thirty five plus. You're you yeah. now. You are no no no. We're doing that later. Oh yeah. yes, we have an important call to make. Let's go div one div two. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to specifically screw with Eagle. And I thought you were com yeah, completely out of order. You were trying to screw with me too because I'm like that's not an excellent um, this year. <laughs> 
with two games in hand, who is more likely to catch and jump over the hunted? So that's a mo question. That's a mo question, huh? <laughs> so, so what he's trying to say, if, yeah, if you uh, see the who's the, the hunted? <laughs> so the hunt is on. It's, it's the next. The hunt is on. Look. look Look at the next line. Oh, and I thought I, there were different questions, Mo. Guess why did you just put it with oh a spacing in between? Yeah, it looks like a separate point. <laughs> and then maybe I should have made it put it closer. This show is full of people who I love, but hate. equal amount that I experience hatred. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gryffindor is the four seed uh, over Braves the three seed. I don't understand what that means. They won the first game by twenty points. Okay, so he means they won. So with again. To rephrase it, so with two games in hand, who's more likely to catch and jump their, the, per, the team that they're right behind? Gryffindor at the four seed, trying to catch Braves in the three seed, or All-Stars at the two seed, trying to catch Flagmoal Sack at the one seed? Ah, and, so and you read the script before yes, for the show. Yes, I did Thank read you. it. And, and, and I, I'm the Appreciate one who put the three and the fourth seed because I read it and I'm like, I don't understand what he's saying. I looked at the standings. You and could have like, given me the rest of this lifetime and several and you, more. And you wouldn't have. I would never have understood that question. And, I would have erased and, it and written something else. And the point he's trying to make is that Gryffindor at four and All-Stars at two have two games in hand. They've only played five yeah. games, whereas Braves and Flagmoal Sack have played seven. Well... So, Tell Can us who they're playing, Eagle. Who does uh, who does All Stars have ahead? All Stars. Let me go bring up their schedule. Yeah, here. And, and while we bring it up, and while we're, while he's bringing that up, yeah. can you get the list for Flag Yeah, and so I'd love to do it, but I have computer issues. They have. I almost erased here. the script four times. So, so All Stars have five, uh, four, five, four. Why is it? Why are you saying four five four? <laughs> you just saying <laughs> random shit. Be- okay, how many Thanks games? Thanks for tuning in, folks. How many games do you see listed here right now? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Correct. I only see nine. Correct. Carlo. <laughs> so I, I don't, so let's okay. base it on the nine games they have. <laughs> they have got skills. Tough week, I guess. Gryffindor. <laughs> All hooks, FMS, and mystery team number N. (laughs) Well, mystery team's going to be tough. They can't prepare for that one. Um, They should beat God Skills. Uh, Gryffindor is going to be interesting. They should beat all hooks. I have a feeling it'll come down to Flag West Act. Um, Yeah, yeah. Because, like, at at best, they'll go 3-0 into that game. But I I see a scenario definitely where Gryffindor win, and it's 2-1. Dan Lazar's starting to catch his footing, mm-hmm. looking a lot more like himself. Um, what a, what do you what do you think? What, what, what's Flagmas' uh, sack schedule? Yeah, so they have are all their games listed. Uh, I'm checking now. Three, six, seven. Yes, they have all the ten. Nice. Games. So they're six and one, and they have Gryffindor, Got Skills, and All Stars. That's tough, especially with the Gryffindor. Well, so they don't have any crossover games left. In Division 2, no. All-Stars might have two crossover games because they have all hooks. Yeah, um, all hooks and got skills, if I'm not mistaken. Got skills is the top seed right now in Division 2. Yeah. So, yeah, they have two crossover games. So, I see... Oh, yeah, and so they might have a third one because the 10th game we don't know. Um, <laughs> but, I, I so, Flywell Sack's not getting out of that unscathed. I think it, I think it comes down to last week. 
I think that comes down to last week. Because Flight West is going to lose at least one of those games. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough schedule. I, I, I like them running the table there. Look, they're they're my favorite team in yeah, a fifth yeah, history. Yeah, yeah, you've said it. Uh, this this whole uh, they're fun. They're, the they're just season. fun. They're yeah. they're fun to watch, and it's it's the fact that they can put up points on anybody, Any, anybody, yeah, anyone, anytime. Yeah, <laughs> like on the fi- uh, like snap of a finger. And like, you know, it's partially because they haven't they hadn't played in a while, and partially because of the pandemic, and they don't play every season. Right. But Alexander Pugh is up there with <laughs> Dan Zare, Kevin yeah. Wyeth, um, you know. In the Braves, Joe Mayer. Joe Mayer, like yep. it's not a top three; it's top four. It's Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks in FPF, and, yep. and he absolutely is. Oh, he's there. there, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it comes down to the, to the last game. What do you think? So between yeah, between them, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I think I, I, like I said, I, I see. So in your scenario, myself. for it to come down to the last game, it'll have to be that. Fla- that flag one sack. Well, I think they're loses. Sorry, wins both games and all stars also win all the games. All their games. So yeah. and then it comes down to the last game. Right. Which I I, don't, which I, I don't solved do. the issue. Uh, all stars is playing Gryffindor in another week. The, the game got moved. That's why. I mean, it could just say TBA. Like it could have been helpful to us. Um. <laughs> yeah. So definitely. It's okay. They already have two division B games, so it doesn't matter. It's so all stars play Gryffindor twice. Then. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's. Yeah, they can. You see, right there, they're gonna. Let's just say, flip of a coin, and say they go one and one against uh, Gryffindor, right? Yeah, that so, seems fair. So that's already too little for me. Uh, from in my scenario, where based uh, on the fact that you think Flagmaster will three, three and zero, oh, they'll yeah. they'll face. It's five months like it's it's back to back to back like good teams. Yeah, you know. So it the, 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 oh it, well, yeah. So you said Gaskills is a Div B team. They're not. Oh, I was thinking Terror Squad. I'm okay. sorry. No, yeah. no worries. I'm thinking. That I thought so, and I was like, yeah, "Oh, yeah, caught." No, 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 then, no, 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 okay. no, no. My so they have right. one. It's okay to think they're not talented enough for <laughs> for Div One. You should tell them in person. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna love me. No, they 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 know. Then you come into the season. Obviously, they're not the same class as like All Stars. But like, kudos to them, by the way, because it's not for like they, they're very talented. It's yeah, just yeah, 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 there's yeah. just that little you know that little bit that of notch. Uh, yeah. Notch, yeah, absolutely. Is also, it Tam t- coming back from injury too, which is also impressive. Yeah, well, we've been saying that all season, like the the fact that he's come back and been this good so quickly from an arm injury, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's that's a big deal. Happy uh, birthday, Tam! By the way, is it, it was birthday? yesterday, was it? today. Well, I mean, by now it would have definitely been yesterday because by the time you're hearing this, but it was earlier this week. So yeah. he's only played two games though with got skills. Yeah. For whatever, for whatever. But I think because he is he the replacement for Tommy Rodi Troados. Huh? Oh no, it's uh, Chentomo. Yeah, Chentomo's throwing. Yeah, Chentomo usually throws. Oh, I fucked up here. My bad. It's yeah. been a rough week. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking Terror Squad. I'm stupid, right? I was. That's why I was thinking Terror I was, Squad. I was saying in my head, I was like, I've seen Dave throw. I, for them it's because I think season. I see that orange jersey, and then I just think Terror Squad, and then so, I said Division Two. Guys, like, got skills. Just teach your jersey back. <laughs> the gray, the gray ones are great. Just go back to the gray. Um. So, is it a two-horse race between Incredibles and Apocalypse for the final spot? Quite literally, no, Mo. Why do you write this script? Yeah, what? I love it. I, I, whenever it's a Mo question, I leave it as is. Okay, <laughs> so we have a whole bunch of teams still in contention for the bottom seeds. Team Swoosh can still including hashtag win NR. Through. By the way, yeah, they could. They might be the final spot. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so Team Swoosh could go 3-0 and get some seeds. Now, they have Apocalypse, Hashtag NR, and Terror Squad. No. Poss- possible. I'm not saying it yeah. is happening, but the, possible. They might win one. Outlaws have four games left. Incredible. See, so like just, just based on that, it's not too much race. No, exactly, yeah. Because they have a, they have an extra game. Incredibles, KGP, B-Ballers, Urgence Medic. Now, possible. Yeah. That, that's that's potentially two wins. Incredibles uh, have uh, Outlaws, Party Crashers, and Gryffindor. Oof. That's rough that's stuff. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a wrap on Incredibles. Apocalypse have Team Swoosh, Terror Squad, and KGP. So I, that's, a, that's one, maybe two wins. And hashtag NR, even though they are technically in seventh, I mean, it's possible to get caught. Party Crashers, Team Swoosh, and All Hooks. They don't get caught. No, they're, they're, they're making the playoffs. They're, and they're not getting the eight seed either. So uh, I, it's not a two-horse race between the Apocalypse and the Incredibles. It's between the, Incredibles the Apocalypse. Done. It's the, between the Apocalypse it. and Outlaws. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so he just got the team wrong. <laughs> It's because he just looked at the standings, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> not the schedules, and not that uh, Outlaws have six games played. Yeah, I, I remember there was a moment last season where Mo was like, his answer to every question that week was, "It's well, like, oh, I remember." Look at the standings. It's like, Mo, what, what, then what, why do we have what, a show? Why are you if you're not, not analyzing, analyzing, then just <laughs> instead of the show, just look at the standings the anal- page. The analysis this show, I remember that. That was hilarious. Uh, um, Again, the, the people who I love the most, who I also hate the most. And I know why, you know what? I know why he said that even even more so. It, it's looking worse even more so now because Outlaws only got their first win yesterday. And he, I, he probably I believe, wrote it before. Yeah. I believe he wrote it before. So yeah. Outlaws were 0 and 5. Oh, congrats to Outlaws for the first win, Div 2. Yeah. And they uh, they crushed 52 to 6. Who did they play? Team Swoosh. Okay. To be fair. But Team Swoosh, though, it. That's a rough goal, man. Yeah. 56 points in seven games. Oof. Oh. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. But still, it builds some confidence, and hopefully, uh, you know. The, I, I don't think Outlaws are outclassed, by the way. I just think no, that it's just they haven't played crazy this. matchups. And they haven't played this level of competition yet. Yeah, because Div, Div 3 is not, it's not no, the same it's, thing. It's, it's not the same We thing. just said, like, to me, the, the actual biggest jump in caliber is Div 3 to Div 2. Yeah, 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 I would in agree. FP, yes. Across yeah, FPF yeah, is yeah, the biggest, yeah, yeah. Yeah. biggest jump. And and even even though they played in Tier 1, and again, it's nothing, not the same. Not, nothing against Jean Smith-Zick and, and KGP, but that's more of what Outlaws can probably play with. Uh, well, plus, I mean, can you argue that this last fall didn't have teams at their prime, right? Because already some people either couldn't play or didn't want to play. Yeah. Teams yes, are coming yes, back yeah, from yeah. an extended break and still ramping up. So yeah. even then, the tier one talent team structure was probably diluted, not anywhere yeah. exactly diluted, not anywhere compared to the, the matchups they're getting this time. Where do we stand on B ballers? They lost to sort of the best team. Oh, sorry, I'll just use the most. I'll use all of those words. <laughs> They have lost to the cream of the crop in D2, but have run riot on the weaker teams of the of this division. I tried to use Mo's cadences also. Pat Riot? Pat Riot? Yeah, they've run Pat Riot. <laughs> um, this is the uh, Will Trazier uh, B-Ballers-led uh, team, right? Yeah. Four at four and three. And what's the question? <laughs> What do you think of them? Where do we they stand? Won the last where do we stand? No, no, we need to. The, the three of us. Where do I need stand? to have a final stance on Mount Rushmore. by the end of this segment? 
on oh, people. No, or, or I wasn't going to have a final stance. I was going to have a, where do I stand? I stand on Mount Rushmore of b-ballers because that's where I what stand. does that mean i just stand there okay <laughs> i stand but what does the occupying a square of space a square yeah, foot of I'm, space that's where okay I'm so standing. let me change the question because clearly <laughs> moment where are you physically standing what is our our show's final stance on b-ballers look i'm gonna do the the classic mode there are f- there are four and three mm, so cool <laughs> thanks no, no. lots of analysis um no uh, again to actual analysis here uh, is that they're cr- they're crushing teams according to uh, to Mo. I mean, they played Gryffindor without Dan Lazaro in week two. Uh, they got which was a great break for them because that's an extra win that they wouldn't have had. It, exactly. So instead of a four and three, they probably should have been three and four. Um, who are they beating? They're beating yeah, Incredibles and Team Swoosh, putting up forty points in the past two weeks, but losing to hashtag NR. Uh, the beating the apocalypse is is a uh, is a pretty nice win. So yeah, I, I you know what I technically I, they have a win against Gryffindor, but it was like the super unmanned Gryffindor. So so I'm gonna tell you what Peace told me. You're not listening to the show because I just said that 30 seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? It's actually not a bad question by Mo because I don't really know where my stance is on them. Okay. Because of the, I'll, because I'll, of the how about I offer a stance? Because of the win and then, against and then, the and then we'll work it out. We'll work it out on air. You tell me if you agree with the stance, which part of the stance yeah. we have to change. I think they're immensely talented. Yeah. I think that part of the team has high division experience. Some of the team has high uh, tackle level experience, mm-hmm. uh, as in the case with I know Jeremy Murphy's played three games, but three games is enough that he might be on the roster uh, moving forward. Uh, Guillaume Bellin is. Yeah. I've said it yeah, th- yeah, when yeah, I saw yeah. him play against me. I was like. That dude is a Division One player, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was it was shocking to see him in Division Four, yeah. right? So like like he's he far yeah. uh, out 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 classes classes yeah. his rating, right? Yeah, sure. um, I I think that uh, Trustier is William Trustier is developing like for a team that's not really been the top of the division. You know, twenty three touchdowns, five interceptions. It's not a ton of scoring, but it's protecting it's the ball. Yeah, it's, it's protecting safe. the ball, yeah, yeah. and and it, he's think, good though. He's really good. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this team is really good. Yep. Nicky Farinaccio is oh. a monster. Wait, wait, what? He's I didn't see him on the He has he's played all, all games? Uh, I I'm I'm struggling here with I, my technology. I don't I don't see him in the receiving stats at all. So Oh, he was no. he played a single game, sorry. Oh. My mistake. I I saw him on the on the roster. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Beauregard also very, very talented. Yeah. Um I think Fred uh, Fred Sanet Lucier really Also, good, yes. Yeah. Really good player too. So it's it's guys obviously from largely from the world of tackle. Uh, Charles Van by the way, is a guy who dominated lower divisions. Yep. So I think it's going to take them a moment. They're to me a classic developing roster, but they have enough firepower to be able to be competitive immediately. And I think that uh, like because I'm I'm highlighting that game against the Apocalypse because that's a Jeff Rosenblatt led team with mm-hmm. Bidiswah, Paula Pierre. Adam Rockman, yeah, Stephen it's Osmond. it's flag royalty, right? And they beat them thirty-two to twenty. Yeah. So uh, yes, that does go to your point that they can put up the points and put it put up the points now. And so, like I, you know, we said about outlaws developing also, but yeah. I think they're having a hard time adjusting to the physicality of Division Two. Yeah. Whereas yeah. because of the, the tackle pedigree, it serves B ballers. Yes. It yeah. serves B ballers. Yes. Well. Yeah, I, I, that I agree with. Yeah. Official stance. Developing team, lots of talent, and we'll get there soon.
and slightly physical because of uh, tackle experience. Yeah. Official stance. My official squ- stance. My square foot's gonna be somewhere in that corner. But your official stance, not your official stand. Uh, tipos. All right, there we go. Um, Eagle is very flexible. <laughs> very flexible. Downward dog. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. I forgot I was hosting the show. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, no one's speaking, no one's speaking. Well, yeah, we're moving to uh, Division Five. We are Five uh, A, Five B, uh, and if we take a look at Division Five A first, um, the race for first place in conference. How about I ask the questions? Yeah, go for <laughs> because it. Because I, I, I was trying. Now that he remembered, he's hosting. Now that I remembered, because uh, okay. I, I got caught again. Because as you were talking, I was like, I was like, as if I was listening to Mo. Uh, the race for first place in conference. Wait, a, you listen to Mo. <laughs> Not well. Uh, how will it play out with Ghost Balls Deep backwards and Ravens um, or any of these teams overrated? I love this, by the way, because we're yeah. the media, right? right. So we, we are the ones applying the rating yep. and then deciding if we over or under. I find it the dumbest thing in sports media to discuss over and underrated. But it makes sense here because we're the ones rating them. But then why would we overrate them? Well, because because so the big. no because the rating was so in the past. I now I love lasagna. I give it a ninety five rating. The next week I ate lasagna. I'm like, actually, you know what? Lasagna is an eighty three. But we don't do that in any other aspects of our lives other than sports. It's dumb. But then why are you playing the games? You you well because I won't have, put on the script, so I have to read. You it. have a starting rating. I am Ron Burgundy. Your rating is based on your past performances. Yeah. And are you living up to? Oh, but you're, you're using rating literally, like the player. Ratings. Oh, like seventy nine point eight. I'm yeah. saying that Mo out of a hat decides. I think this team is worth six wins, and then oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm talking about the okay. actual rating. Okay, then and f- sure. Yeah, because <laughs> well, it makes sense to. to <laughs> then you know, is there over- a way to quickly calculate team ratings? No. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's a. So this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna throw a team to you, and then you give me their team rating based on zero to hundred, and we'll tell you. I mean, if I you've... can I can add them up if you really want me to. No, 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 no. You give us a random number, and we decide if you've over or underrated the team. Is that even the original question? I don't know. Well, there Ghosts. is there is a rating. There Ghosts. is a rating question. Uh, on a hundred. On a hundred. Yeah. Uh, Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. So ghosts are uh, five and two. They are leading the division. Um, no, that's underrated. A seventy-two. Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Yeah. That's so seventy-eight means they will win seven point eight games per season. Right? Oh, so uh, finish. I don't know. And, so to finish eight and two. You see what I mean about how this is stupid, right? Yeah. Now, now I got it. Because yeah, what does seventy mean? Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> your your way made more sense, but we would have had to prepare the calculations <laughs> yeah. of team costs and do like a cost analysis. Yes. yes. So maybe maybe here's a different way of looking at this. So again, the I like my way. It's chaotic. The the one and two seeds are determined by the division winners. So here is kind of the big question mark that we kind of need to okay, resolve. Okay, see where you're going. Here. I like okay. this. Ghosts are by themselves in Conference A East. Yeah. Three games left. They have Ravens, Streets Ahead, and Balls Deep. If they win any of those games, just a single game, they will clinch Conference yeah. A, right? There's no A chance East. any of the other three catch them. A East. A East, exactly. One of the two Not conference top seeds. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's – do you think that's likely to happen? Ravens, streets ahead, balls deep. Do yes. they at least get a win or a tie out of those three? <sighs> yes. Okay. I'm he- a little more hesitant to say yes. You think yes, they're going to go 0-3? 
I think it's. I it's, think, it's hard to believe. I think they're evenly matched with Ravens. I think they're no. they're close to balls deep. And, and he's better than Streets Ahead. Streets Ahead, yeah. He's the other one. At very least, they beat Streets Ahead. They're, they're, they run the Joey Taylor offense, Streets Ahead, and it's so annoying to play oh, against. Yeah. It's you know, it's three plays they run. Yeah, you know what's coming. You you say. Stand right here. We talked about offensive discipline, by the way. That's a system oh, of offensive discipline. Where it's, God. you have to make, you, you, it forces a defender oh, to choose between two people, yes. and then the quarterback has oh. to make the right decision every time. It's so frustrating. Yeah. So, look, I mean, the thing is, the thing is, it, they could go 0 3. I hate to say it. I know it sounds crazy because they're 5 and 2, but they lost to Vultures 2.0, which I'm on on that team, but I wasn't there for that game. Uh, that was, they, they probably thought. They they would win that no no problem and they lost. Those are three teams that that can beat them. I I, I it wouldn't shock me if they went zero and three. But I but it's crazy to say that because Gab Wiseman's on the team uh, and who else? <laughs> uh, I well done. And no. then boys and then boys uh, when you don't know uh, Jamal Roach Jamal Roach at yeah. quarterback like they're good. It's players. not Jamal Roach at quarterback. It, yes, oh, it is. It my my mistake. No, yes, it's it, division. Yeah. Sorry, there's so many variations of the uh, same yes, teams that yes, it's it's I, getting I, tough. That, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Zach uh, Albert Gills is on it. Uh, Kenny Boutelier. Uh, yeah, they added Evan Eli Nolet. Like, it's just they have good pieces there. It sounds crazy, but I think they can go in three in that. So. They're not wrapping up that division. Okay, so then... I disagree. Okay. Then let's look into Conference A West. So all three teams are currently at 10 points. So what is two. your random rating for Balls Deep? Uh, balls Deep, let's go with a... Let's go with a 77. Overrated, underrated. On Balls Deep? Oh, yeah. that's actually... it's. The rating. Perfectly rated. Yeah, perfectly well rated. Well done, Eagle. Perfectly rated. Thank you. You've delivered my steak exactly medium rare. Exactly. Well uh, they have on their schedule left the Mighty Six, Buffalo Wild Wings, and then Ghosts as the last game for Balls Deep. So what was the first one? Uh, first one is Mighty Six. Mighty Six, Buffalo Wild Wings, and Ghosts. So that's two wins. Okay. Yeah. Two wins. Uh, one, one and two. Okay. One, one and two. Yeah. So they're losing two? Uh, they're losing, uh, so they're beating Ghosts, losing the Mighty Six, and Buffalo Wild Wings trap game. Really? Yeah. Okay, you have a lot more f- faith in the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings franchise than I do. Their one win is against Vultures 2.0. Oh, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so it's personal. Yeah. You need it. You need it. But I'm lost. giving them the win. You need your loss to no, look. But I'm giving them But the you win. need your loss to look more impressive. I just think it's a trap game is, is okay. the way. Like, I, I know Balls Deep is better. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying they, they could overlook uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. All right, then we get into Backwoods Football Club. I'm going to give them a 74 on the breakdown. No, you're underrating them. Yeah, because 77 was right on the bar, but 74 is way too low. I am specifically underrating them for roster inconsistency because they don't have their star players in every single game. That makes a huge difference because it, it, it's a good roster overall. Um, Liam Gilmore is a really good quarterback. For this division, yeah. um, and, uh, Hennessy was one of the uh, leaders when he was. Hennessy Raya is a really good receiver. Yeah, yeah. When he was there uh, early on, he was leading the division in uh, in touchdowns and receiving yards. And, and Skyler Bailiff is uh, an emerging st- star in FPF. Um, I don't know if he's like replacing. Like I don't know. Like is we're in a weird spot where there's enough games that he could be playoff eligible, 
right? Like if he's oh, replacing yeah. someone full time, if someone's games. dropped off the team. Oh, he has two games saying. and he can play all three. He can play all yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like I don't know because he's really good. Quay Johnson, uh, also two games play. I mean, like the, it's the so Quay, Quay Johnson's probably just a replacement for Tennessee. Yeah, because because of the the rating. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But 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 Skyler would fit in the team, I believe. Right. Um, yeah. Um, that said, uh, like Hennessy is the one with with pedigree, and and we're learning about Quinton Rice. Oh, right? okay, yeah, because Skyler Baylor fifty five rating. <laughs> well, but we knew, but base. I've seen him play. Okay, uh, I haven't. He's really good. Yeah. Okay. He's so really Backwoods good. has Vultures two point Ravens, and Buffalo Wild Wings as their last three games. Is, is Buffalo Wild Wings a trap game for them also? No. So for them, it's not trap it's game. Not <laughs> because cool. they're because he Eagle underrated them. <laughs> That's my reasoning. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, what was the other games, Eagle? Uh, Vultures two point Ravens BWW. What about Vultures two point Trap game. I don't like talking about my own games. <laughs> I think it's going to be a tough game for us. That'll be a tough game. For yeah, you. yeah, that'll be a tough game okay. for you. I, I I can see you guys winning though. All right. We're it depends two, which version on, of Ballsy. Yeah, we're on a two-game win streak. And then the last one here is Ravens. Uh, I'm going to yeah. give them a good old 69. Nice. Nice. Over underrated. Why? It's purely for that for the joke reason? No. Yeah. No. Under, well, I mean, no. Under, I actually don't think Ravens is all that no, good as compared to the other three. No, That's you're, but you're underrating also them. just because it's fun. Yeah, but you're underrating them. No. Okay. What was the rating? Sixty nine. Sixty nine. Nice. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they're they're. Uh, We've uh, you each had our turn at yeah. like missing the conversation here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of things at the same time. They um, have ghosts, backwoods football club, and vultures 2.0. Do you guys see a win in those three games? <laughs> I may maybe backwoods football club, maybe ghosts. Actually, I I don't think they're I don't think ghosts are a good uh, matchup for Ravens. Yeah, I think uh, I think I, I think Ravens' yeah, yeah. size is a problem for ghosts and their experience. Ra- I think I think that's true for when Ravens are <sighs> playing well. They're so good. They're so good. They're and then so when good. things start to fall apart, they fall apart quickly. Like we saw the when they were in what was it Division D six Division e. e E Division E like five seconds ago. Yeah, and, and, like that team should not have ever lost in Division E. That team should not have lost in I, Tier Three. I rewatched or Tier that Two or whatever last it was. Week. I rewatched it for some reason. I was just watching it, and my God, they had nine drops in the first half. But but so like <laughs> when things like that start to happen, yeah. they fall it apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fall apart. So, I don't know. I don't know why. But yeah. Joel Hill, by the way, huge game. He had a huge game this, this past this week. This past week? Yeah. yeah. It's monstrous stats. Oh, 55 to 14 against Buffalo. Yeah. He, yeah. Like I know it's Buffalo Wild Wings and they're struggling, yeah. but they're still like, Look, the ratings. Whoa. Yeah. 14 of 17, 292, eight touchdowns. You're just ripping it downfield. Oh. Ripping oh, it Vince up had no. 189, five TDs. Division five article. Better uh, have a standout there. <laughs> we'll uh, see. My God. Holy crap. So let's go back to our original yeah. question here. Of those three teams, it sounds like. The schedule make it difficult, though, because they play a. There's a lot of interplay between. I know that's what I was gonna say. So, of the three, which one do you think takes first place in West? Because that's gonna matter in terms of whether someone can catch ghosts. Based on how much they're underrated, give me the Ravens. (laughs) Yeah, and Uh, based on the fact that ghosts were almost appropriately rated, I think they keep their position because I don't think they lose three games. And even if they lose three games, all the other teams 
we need to win t- two games to catch them. So, uh, so yeah, and then it, that's too much. There's too many things that need to happen for so Vultures just 2.0 to catch them. Yeah, yeah. Just who's uh, Mo's initial question is who's the number one seed? <laughs> is that the question? It is actually. That's why I wanted to do all this work to figure it out. Based who's on the what, one seed? based on what I just said, I think I, said, I think it's Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, I yeah. I see. Because Ravens. of just schedule. and it's, it's But Mo, the teams are, to me, all fairly even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, Mo asked two questions. Who's the top at the Conference A at the end of the year? And two, who's overrated? So, we did the so overrated part. We did that as we were going. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, 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 Based yeah. on the random scale. That yeah. he, <laughs> and next time, we'll use I, a random number generator, and that'll be the rating. Yeah. Now, uh, we should have rated them. You, you alluded to it. You, you should have rated the team, had Eagle rate the teams on uh, how you, like a stake level. Um, like how you cook your steak, but see to me that the, the type of steak changes how I like it cooked. That much, yeah, absolutely, yeah, it, yeah and it should be because yeah, certain cuts more. have different type different types of marbling and fat that don't render well at, at lesser cooked. I like leaner steaks, so I like my steaks blue. Talk meat to me, yeah, all day long, <laughs> baby, all night long. Um, let's see what's uh, what's what can we cut? Perfect. Uh, the, <laughs> the one game back, but do you give streets ahead uh, any chance to sneak into the playoff? Uh, with a death row of games that they have left, they got street. They play uh, Wubba Lubba Dub, uh, Ghosts, and the Reed. Uh, so you think they're beating Ghosts? You have it in your mind. They're yeah. beating Ghosts. Yeah, I, I, I and if so. they were playing Buffalo Wild Wings, it would be a, a trap <laughs> game. Also, um, I think Streets Ahead have a tough time against the Reed because yeah. you can just man them up and take everything away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that's how you beat that system. By the way, is you just play man. We, I tr- tried playing man. Well, you need ninety percent of the man. game, and I, we still couldn't do anything. Need, but you need you need to win every match. Yeah, 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 and then the re uh, do it better than yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, so this also assumes that streets ahead aren't going to do well in their schedule. But that being said, mighty six have. Uh, actually, hold on, it's the wrong team. Uh, Mighty Six has there we go. Uh, Balls Deep, Dilfs, and Kings of the North on their schedule. Vultures 2.0 have Backwoods Football Club, Kings of the North, and Ravens on their schedule. That's and then team. Streets Ahead have Wubba, Lubba Dub Dubs, Ghost, and the Wreath on their schedule. So I don't even none know of those streets teams are gimmies for I don't, their seeds. Right? I don't think Streets Ahead win the game. What? I don't think they win the game. Well, I. Okay, Maybe but Wubba then Lubba. do they do better than Mighty Six and Vultures? Right. That's yeah. the real question. No. I they don't do better, but Vultures. I think each of those teams win at least one game. Yeah. And I think Streets Ahead yeah. will struggle to even win a game. And even at that, with tiebreakers, I don't I don't think they, they Well, that's why you can technically do three way ties, maybe even a four way tie. If it's a, if it's a three or four way tie, or it's not bad because if Vultures just allow too many points one game, you know, then then it's close enough that well, they can get bounced. Three way. Imagine tie. you get bounced on points against. I know. That'd be we awful. Right now, one, <laughs> one by one point. Yeah. But that's not the tiebreaker. It's a three. Yeah, way. yeah, I know. But I'm saying we've lost to the mighty six and streets ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah once, it's, once, once it's three ways, there's no head to head. I know. Yeah. So I know. I'm saying we're getting lucky. Yeah. In five B, uh, Team Sexy just jumped, saved the Turf Tools for the final playoff spot. Can Turf Tools regain uh, their playoff spot, or can the Warriors jump over both teams for that last spot? Eagle, can you bring up the Vision uh, 5B? Oh, perfect. Yeah, so I saw Save the Turf Turtles play last night, Red Dragons. You were you stayed after your game to watch a bit of that yeah. uh, that game. That's That was a surprising loss to... Uh, to and the way that, that loss went. Yeah. There was one beautiful ball thrown oh. by Save the Turf Turtles, yeah. and that was the only one. The only one There's that... The only one that was a beautiful throw. 
by Save the Turtles. No, they had, they had a few nice songs. Well, in the first half that I was there. It, yeah. was, it was a rough... They got off to such a terrible start. They, they, they really you, did. You raised the scoreboard to show me at one point. Like, <laughs> yeah, I do that. <laughs> what is this? I do that as yeah. a scoreboard. Yeah, as a scorekeeper. Uh, I'm, I'm there. I might as well you know, yeah, let, let any audience that's sitting in the stands uh, see, see the score. Um, yeah, that, th- that's pretty much how the game went, uh, ba- looking at the stats. Is that two guys dominated <laughs> offensively. Uh, on the receiving stats. Um, but it's just, it's a game that, uh, what, I think Red Dragons came in at 2-4 and four or 2-5. and five. Like, not an FPF experience team. The great group of, a group of guys, yeah. by the way. Like, really, really chill. Really wanted to, like, know how to And play, they look like they're better. legitimately having fun. Yeah. I think they're, don't, didn't they look like a bunch of young Jeremy Whites? I th- yeah. I, I think they, uh. They they're from the same school as Jean. Oh, think, it's possible. I, I it's think. possible. And um, no, great group of guys that want to get better. They were asking the refs a lot of questions uh, before their game. Hey, can I send a second rusher at any time in the in the field? It's, no, you have to wait till the you know your rusher crosses the seven uh, the line of scrimmage, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, so great group of guys uh, looking to get better. But save the turf goals with the experience and the talent that they have. I'm shocked that they lost this game. And and actually, I adjusted the script because the script that said save the turf trolls are in a playoff position. Uh, but well, they were. They were. <laughs> I, I edited the script yeah. to write that they were yeah. because of this loss. Uh, huge loss. Huge they loss. They came back, though, because it was a. They did. First they, half. they did come back. They, they couldn't. They, they scored a late one. It was like, I didn't. I didn't even notice the score because when I left, it was such a lopsided game it, it that was, I yeah, assumed yeah. it was a blowout. Um, yeah. I will say this to Simon uh, Imbach, the yeah. quarterback yeah. to Save Turtles. Bro, stop moving so much. Oh yeah, like he's throwing so well, often off his back foot, and and if you're rolling, plant and then throw. Yeah, same thing with the Red Dragons QB. That's Hon- true. Honestly, like I'm like I'm I'm talking to Conrad. Man, these guys, like, after watching you play, it's just stand in the pocket. Well, because I can't move. <laughs> well, you did run for three yards. You <laughs> only go. got a first down. Well, so, like, but, so, okay, but to your point, and, 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 again, I don't have the physical skill set a lot of these guys have. But, but one thing I've done, I've actually started rolling more yep. in a design roll yep. because I, I wanted not throw into the rusher, basically, because I was getting a lot of balls batted down because yep. I'm also not very tall. And um, what I do, though, is I take, I roll three steps, stop, plant my feet, yes. throw. Yeah. And that's a world of difference from throwing on the run. Yeah. You know, so like I think that um just tweaking. And it was like exactly if you look at for example the, the previous game where I joked that uh the game before this one, it was a combined it was a combined five hundred yards passing yeah. and a combined yeah. age of quarterbacks was a hundred years old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, between yeah. It, but both of us didn't move really. Like no. we're not mobile yeah, quarterbacks. You don't have to in the FBF. You don't no. you have the thing is when you see the rusher coming, if you stare down the rusher, no, you can't. it you feels can't. like you have no time. Yeah, you can't. You have much more time than, than, you think. than you think because even when they're on you they have to go down to get your flags in which and case their hands are not in your face anymore yes so there's a lot of throws i make where i'm literally waiting, waiting. for them to drop your hands and then throw it to the, yeah. my snapper or throw it to a quick out or something it, it's there it's there just be more patient um so getting back to the question yeah yeah so team sexy is now in the playoff spot um so can save the Triftles have air force one not mustangs what could have been Okay, could have been is uh, is a tough, but uh, they, so is Air Force sh- One. But they should. Is Air Force oh, One's yeah. a tough oh, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Eesh. that's tough. Oh man, they needed a win last night. Yeah, and they needed the win last night. That was the one they had to get, and they didn't. Uh, yeah. Um, who uh, sexy and warriors? So you look up Team Sexy. I'm trying to. I'll look up. 
the Warriors. So, but you could, in the meantime, talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's just the Warriors are they? I believe had a COVID outbreak, so uh, they had they're a that bit behind. Yeah. So their, yeah, their Warriors dropped a game twenty four nothing to Air Force One last week. They have Save a Horse coming up, Trap Stars replacements, oh, and then tough. Team Sexy to wrap up the season. Team so, Sexy has so 69ers, Trailer Park Boys, Warriors. Team Sexy will make yeah, the playoffs. Team Sexy will make the playoffs, yeah. It's, that's, the, so that's the answer. So now, so now it's between... Oh, yeah. That's the answer. And, well, it's, uh, that's it's, the answer. There's no other way. <laughs> well, that's... The they're already ahead, and they're based, probably winning out. Based on that question, but the probably the right question is to add two Pfizer's and half Johnson's in there. Is... They and they're could, playing because they've they've only played uh they've already sorry already played the eight games they and, have trailer park boys and trap stars left that's not that's, that's not easy they have trap stars and and I I see a one and one and one record there so ending up five and five uh and yeah and trailer park safe. boys are are like they're it's just peckish, no. right like they're they're you're right I just I don't like t- I don't like trailer park boys against Team Sexy. Because of just the skill set mismatch, but I like them here. I like them against two. Wow! Two so Panthers. the Warriors, after making finally moving up, because they were in Division Six for a long time. Yeah, a really good team too. It's it's there's, winning. There's a there's like a a learning curve. Yeah, when you change division, and that they're experiencing that. They're, they're gonna. They're really I wouldn't good, be though. surprised if next season they're like a one seed. They're really yeah, it, true, fair. They're really good, yeah. and and finally made the the finals again, and finally won in the yeah. finals. And now they're not going to make the playoffs. That's I'm surprised by that. I have an interesting hypothesis for you. You mentioned that Team Sexy is going to get in, likely because yeah. they have like the 69ers on their yeah. schedule. Yeah. If you look at the 69ers, they ha- actually scored 18 points versus Trailer Park Boys, which, in my yeah. opinion, yeah. are very comparable to uh, Team Sexy, especially when you look at like points for and everything yeah. in the standings. Right. So, like Team if, Sexy, if, they're, they're, if, a slo- they're a faster, sloppier version of Trailer Park Boys. Sure. So yeah. could you say that if that might actually be a 69ers win or at least that game's no. competitive? Oh, no. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. 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 Just Even though they kept it within three against Trailer Park Boys and Trailer Park Boys are in the same no. offensive style, let's call it, as t- sexy? But just the, the, over, the overall, yes, but the overwhelming mm. uh, athleticism is going to be a problem for them. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm going based off of what I saw when you played 69ers Eagle. That didn't look good. 69ers. That's week two, though. Now we're no, in week it wasn't. Two. That was week two? Yeah. yeah. It was, oh, it, season's moving quick. Season's oh, moving quick. Um, yeah, def- definitely definitely we'll have to look out for that. Um, Technically week three, actually. My bad. Okay. Yeah. Trap stars have the inside track for the one seed. Uh, how will two, three, uh, four, and five play out for with could have been's Trail Park Boys, AF1, and Pfizer's? We kind of talked a, a little bit. Yeah. But let's talk about what could have been's. Do they have the two seed? Locked up, pretty much. Uh, well, we just need the schedule, so yeah. I'll. So what you can do is you talk about the team. Eagle brings up the schedule, and then we discuss the schedule. Yeah. So right now there's production a, meeting on the show. <laughs> the conference B North is kind of a mess, right? Because what could have been have four games left. Air Force One have five games left. <laughs> there's two so much fighters left. have two games left. <laughs> team Sexy and Save the Turf Films have three each. They're all technically in reach because there's so yeah. much variability in this. A- answer is shit show. Um, and in fact, what could have been might even catch trap stars because of that. Yeah, because yeah. they're literally like, uh, uh, is it half a game behind? Yeah, they're half a game behind trap stars. Yeah. 
So, yeah. So, what could have been have Bynes, Lockdown, Save Bin. the Turftiles, and Air Force Bin. One Bynes, on schedule? Huh? Bin. Bin. Yeah. Uh, Air Force One have Save the Turftiles, Trailer Park Boys, Save a Horse, Bin, and wrap up with what could have beens. Uh, two and two. Two, Fots, uh, two Pfizer's and Fots have Johnson. We talked about it earlier. They have Trail Park Boys and Trap Stars. Team Sexy, we talked about Ad Nauseam. And Save the Turtles. Uh, I, I think Trap Stars likely one, hold. Mustangs, what could have been. So. Trap Stars likely hold the first seed. I think what yeah. could have been is keep. I, keep think keep yeah. confident. I think they keep the top of their confidence. Yeah. Maybe Air Force One if they go 3-1, and one, but I think they're going 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Yeah, uh, give me Air Force One to, to jump them. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, we're moving. On. Okay. Um, quick question. <laughs> yeah. We'll do this really quickly because we do got to keep things moving. Yeah. Uh, if lockdown go undefeated, is that a championship in itself? What does that mean? So that that <laughs> is I, it, are they just I, happy I, to be here? Yes. That's that's Eagle. Answer the question. The you're, you're, the, you're the only one who can actually answer the question. It's your it's team. nice to have a winning record. <laughs> that is. But true. is so is the ten and zero undefeated season in itself a championship? By definition, no. Yes, yeah. I know by definition. But as, somebody yours, who's, as somebody who's been on a 10 0 team and lost first round, I promise you it is not. But has Eagle. He hasn't yet. Have you been so on a 10 0 team? the equivalent. I mean, on a 10 0 team, though. On, on yeah. an expect, so from your expectations going into the season, 10 0 wasn't on the radar, right? Why not? Was I, I, it? It was for me. Because they're in 5B? If any. Because all, all of the other like longstanding Division 5 quarterbacks moved up. So yeah, but I, I just wasn't I, I, I hadn't seen them fully play, but I wasn't sure about it, the new talent. It's they a better on. it's a better lockdown roster. It, it they, is. It, they probably have in five B they have probably one of the better quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about quarterback play. Yeah, I'm yeah. just talking about uh, the defensive system is competent, which is not true of all the teams in five B. Yeah. Some teams in five B are worse than the teams in division six. I just uh, look, they, it's five B, right? Yeah. They, there's, they didn't play Warriors. They didn't play Air Force One. What could have been? Oh. Had they been scheduled that, those games, they're yeah. not going undefeated. But fair. That, that, but I don't think, I don't think going into the season it was like, oh, lockdown's terrible. There's no way they'll go undefeated. I probably would have gone 7-3, and 8-2. Yeah. But, but so, it's not shocking to me that they have around track to be undefeated. Okay, so for you, it's not, a, like even based on expectations, it's not a, a championship in itself to go 10-0. For lockdown specifically, I, and for me, it's more that I know the feeling of going ten and losing the first round. Yeah, it's the worst thing. Yeah. It's the worst playoff experience I've had in FPF. Yeah, yeah, it's the worst one. So lockdown on their schedule, they have left Red Dragon. What could have been and not? Oh, Mustangs. so you are playing nine one, nine one. Yeah, nine one. What could have been is a terrible matchup for you. Yeah, yeah, nine one. It's which it's, is whatever. Like I, not, you're looking like I, I insulted you. Shut up. Is what could have been... Uh, You're just not used to me saying good things about you. Like a better version of Save a Horse? Yeah. That's that's good. Save a Horse who Eagle thought was uh, going to ruin Div 3. Oh, I see what he did there. He yeah. set the expectations so high so that when Lockdown <laughs> beat Save a Horse, it looked all that more impressive. Also, it's the thing with the Vultures is like... Because he lost them last season, so he built them up. Like, the Vultures. Because like the Vultures 2.0. When you're yeah. like... We were talking about a Buffalo Wild Wings being yeah, a good oh, team. Right, right, That's right, what right. that is. He's, yes, he built up a team. He lost the game. Yeah. Um, co in uh, Coed one, out of the five teams in Coed one, Easy Fun are the only team with a negative plus minus. Yet they have the number two seed. Um, what does that tell us about Easy Fun? Um, to me, the tie also changes it because we wouldn't even 
really be thinking about this kind of question if they're four and three because they're, they'd ostensibly be a 500 team, right? So the tie kind of changes the perception because you see four and two. Um, and so <laughs> yeah. um, it's... I, I, and I it, believe the tie came this week against uh, two and a half kittens. There you go. Yeah, um, 37 to 37. So what does it mean to you? I It means... It means they're they're not a true number two seed. Uh, that Sriracha, who actually incidentally beat them, I think pretty handedly. Uh, also this week they played two games, uh, forty-one to twenty. That's probably your number. I mean, are is Sriracha and Party Mix not just ostensibly better than e- Easy Fun just as a co-ed team? Yeah, Party Mix for sure. But Sriracha is well, close. We, we say we say party mix for sure, party and I and I believe it. But easy, they just they beat them last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get it by one point. By one point. By one point. Uh, winning close games is not a skill; it's luck. Um, here's it, here's the the tinfoil hat theory. They played at seven, finished at eight. They had two hours off when they got back. They were a little bit off their game. Huh? The first game was at seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the next game is at ten. Put it finished at. Eight. Oh, I see what it you're finished saying. At I, I thought you were talking about the party that party mix it played. No, no, that no. week at no, seven no, no, and no. okay, um, yeah, potentially that uh, they got really cold. Yeah. in the dome or in the building and the way they play, that that could affect them for sure. Um, to me, it's just that simply that they're winning close games, which is not predictable, and they're when they lose, they tend to lose bigger. Although that's not entirely true. Yeah, no, it's I don't know. How do they have a negative plus minus? Is it just yeah. because of Sriracha <laughs> hot sauce and I, Power Rangers week one? Yeah. It, that's just, it, yeah it, so it, to yeah. me, it, it means this. They're actually better than the record says. But also, um, they they have two games that are padding the plus minus in the negative direction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that's all that is. I, I, but do you, to me, they're the top half of the division. I agree. Yeah, to, that pa- yeah. to me, Power Rangers and, and Party Mix are the best teams in the division. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's not a loss of putting Sriracha and Easy Fun. I'm not going to overreact to one game. Sure. Okay. The, but the, it's it's a pretty handed, like they handed the loss to them. Like, but that's a game. Yeah, it's a game yeah, in weird like circumstances where you're waiting two hours, and also on top of that, you could. You could just have a bad game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I Jean-Felix Marquis is a fun quarterback. He he he's a guy who's gonna take shots um and he's gonna take chances. And in games where he doesn't pay for those t- for taking chances, it looks good he on He puts the up a lot of points. Yeah. Yeah. Um and you know, Kenneth Saint Marie has really come like she's be- becoming a force in in, in co ed. We've started to see her yeah. emerge. Um, yeah, she had four four receptions on five targets, yeah. thirty yards, and she scored a touchdown as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Easy Fun have struggled to include the their female athletes on offense. I thought they did okay at first. They they were doing better this season, but today, historically, I'm saying that's yeah. always been kind of the thing, which is getting better. Yeah. Um, well, I, I the, at least last game only four targets for the for the girls and two two uh, two receptions. 
yeah. and uh, against Sriracha. And, and but even the way they're used, it's it's never in the intermediate. It's always short stuff. It's always Jeremy White buying time and dumping it off to a woman that got forgotten. As everyone's just yeah. watching yeah. Jeremy White run around, like you can call a concept where they're at second level. Like yeah. They're good. They're good athletes. Get yeah, them the yeah, ball. Yeah. Get them the ball with the ability to do some damage, and you'll see the offense be more explosive. I hope yeah. that I hope that answers your question, Mo. Yeah. Oh, that was my question. I hope that answers your question, Iggy. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It was a <laughs> roundabout way to get there. Yeah, uh, is Jasmine Farmer with her 11 TDs, 29 receptions, 261 yards, and four conversions, which I love that we can track conversions. Yeah, now. I love it. Yeah. Um, the front runner for Offensive Player of the Year in Co-Ed 1. I mean, I wrote the question, so I have maybe a biased opinion there. What do you think? Uh, I think she... I don't... I thought she was doing pretty well on defense too and is no, she uh, no two tackles or oh, okay. six sorry six tackles my mistake two pds my mistake i might be confused yeah i was gonna say for two way, i, was, I thought two way player caliber for two way. i i i looked it up that's why i specifically because she's a really good defender too yeah, yeah, yeah. so maybe Very. the ball's just not going there yeah, yeah. i mean going back to our previous conversation <laughs> uh, yep, yep. for like Touchdown. nick gomes and everything yeah. she has an 88 percent catch Crazy. rate with the most touchdowns you see and one of the most yards. That's just so now she gets every supporting. Yeah. Now it's a supporting. Ar- so you know what? Going back to that question, it's a supporting argument. So on I, top I, I of let's put it this way: I won't put a bad catch radius, uh, catch uh, pr- ratio. I won't hold it you, yeah. strongly against them, but I will look at someone who has a, a strong str- uh, uh, catch ratio and decent yardage to be like, okay, this person's not. They're, they're catching their targets and they're doing damage with the targets, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like it's it. it, it Clearly, it's high percentage stuff because she's averaging nine, nine yards a catch. So, like, she's yeah. feeling sort of that uh, Wes Walkery, Jarvis Landry type role, but also yeah. scoring. And, and and it's not just like kind of what you alluded to with Jeremy White, just getting the ball. A no, little she she's she can make primary moves. on a lot of contests, and she can make moves. Yeah, to, she's to great in space. yards yards after the catch. She's she's great in space. She's one of the best uh, female uh, players in FPL. Uh, and and that's like, does that not? tell you like again going back a bit to the women's division this is co-ed one we're talking about we're not talking about you know co-ed two a bit lower this is co-ed one yeah the, the big boys come to play here too and the, the and, big girls and, and 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 the big girls and she's on on tap for me for offensive player of the year there Absolutely. And, and the four extra points that's and second, like it, that's if, second best if she beats like right now let's say she beats matthew rupsick out you know i know a quarterback of the year also tends to go to quarterbacks yeah to be fair. But let's say, like, if we're just looking at the receivers, oh, Matthew yeah. Rupstick's right behind her, and Matthew Rupstick is a serious, serious threat. So, like, yeah. that's that would be huge. That would be huge for her. Yeah. Um, the battle of Kiss My End Zone and Yin Yang was renewed this past week. Yin and Yang uh, won 20-19. Big yeah. win. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a good one. It's a comeback victory. And, and Kiss My End Zone was also short. You didn't have your quarterback this week, right? No, that's next week. That's next week. <laughs> we sorry, did have uh, David there. Okay, yeah. so you had your quarterback, but you, you did you have Alexi? We had a yeah, okay. we had the we oh, had full team. Full, we yeah, had a full so lineup. I'm yeah, just yeah, thinking yeah. about your your future matchup. I'm living in a different timeline. Yeah, we had a so full now lineup. not only are we multiple uh, realities, but now we're also traveling through time. Mm-hmm. Incredible mm-hmm. thoughts. Oh. I'm uh, I'm trying to set this up here so we can see it. We're I'm really glad you put yeah, it sideways. I literally. It's actually it's it's given that way. Oh, you want to watch fair. watch this? Watch this. You ready? Oh, nice. Well, there you, go. you see, if I was sitting where Eagle's sitting, I wouldn't have been it's able a, to do that. We would have had no sound. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to give context in terms of where we're at for this? Yeah, or? sure. So this is the final play of the game. Uh, 
four plays previous to this. So um, we started with the ball on our own 10, five, last five plays of the game. Uh, this is the final uh, play of the game. Uh, and for the viewers out there, yin and yang included, take a look at the quarterback throwing even after he's released the football. So it's Ryan Dobbs Garnett. So an incomplete pass. Yin and Yang wins the game. Look, I'm not here to to just put it on display and like, oh my god, I'm so upset that they didn't call this. Look, calls don't go your way. Like it happens. But this is this not contacting the passer? Like, I, I, like it's just that's it's clear as the penalty. Like yeah. he's making so. Here's the thing that the Russia say all the time. Um, I was trying to grab the belt. It doesn't matter. Or the in, rules in FPF yeah. state, you need to be in control of your body. Yeah. Or in this case, or in Ryan's case, I tripped. <laughs> yeah. You need to be in control of your body. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't matter. So, like, if you knock down a receiver yeah. while they're running a route, even if you fell, it's yeah. still past interference. And, uh, yeah. And let me preface uh, or post. Preface. <laughs> Yo, preface. It. Let me postface this. Postface, okay. By by saying time travel. I'm like not it. trying to diminish anything Yin and I Yang. It's did. Suffice, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. It's not. I'm not trying to diminish anything. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I'm not trying to listen. I'm trying to make a point here. I, You'll I'm, never get there. I'm not trying to diminish what Yin and Yang or Y and Y did here. They they they, you know, they were down uh, eight points, or seven points. Sorry, and and they to full credit to them, they drove the field. Score went for two points instead of going for the tie and and got the two point conversion. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just uh, just in a black and white scenario. Is is it contacting the passer? Absolutely. Yes. That's a penalty. It, it, was it was it not seen by the ref? Yes. Does that happen? Yeah, it happens. Yeah, okay, look. So like, here's the thing. Tell us how you really feel. I, I that's how you, I, feel. I have a bias because I used to be on Kiss Man Zone. You have a bias because you're on Kiss Man Zone. Yeah. Eagle is that a penalty? Yes or no? Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, impartial observer, yeah. uh, and it doesn't matter what the reason is. Yeah, it's a penalty. Yeah. It just, it's, I'm not saying he did it on purpose. It just is what it is. If I thought he did it on purpose, I would have said he's a piece of human garbage. <laughs> but I don't think so. Well, if he no, did it on no, purpose, no. he also gets expelled for ten plays because yeah. that would be considered unnecessary roughness. Yeah. Uh, Team Commando got their first win of the season in their attempt to get the best seating position as possible in the postseason. Can they uh, upset any of the top three teams in Fit Squad uh, committees and Yin and Yang? So. Nice, nice to see that they uh, they got their yeah you know first one. I've actually caught them a couple times, and it's a giant roster. Yeah, um, so it's a big. They don't big always roster. have the best players on the field, which is fine. Like some teams just like to get a lot of people involved, yeah. but there there are consequences to building a team that way. Um, unless like you have people who are very good at specific roles. Um, so it's cool they got their first win. To me, um, they aren't the same caliber as Fit Squad, Kiss My Anzoni, and Yang. Yeah, um, and anyway, w that's my thoughts. Yeah. Um, so tell me why I'm wrong. No, well, <laughs> unfortunately for them, yeah. you're 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 not wrong. I was actually just trying to think because three Hunas have a really large team too, but they kind of have like an offensive set and a defensive set. But of but see, like as as I was saying that, yeah. I looked at three hundred and I was like, I've yeah. seen them play, yeah. and they have people, they have players in defined specific, roles. Specific, yes, yeah. and they all they they're good at their roles. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. So oh, uh, yeah, one of the guys on three hundred has covered me on man for like eighty percent of the was game. Lozo? No. Okay, because he's a former Div one. Player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Even that would probably be. No, you just just sit down. Don't run routes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sit down. No, it was another one of their guys. 
and I'm like, dude, you're you're covering me on man like like uh, like no one else has like in a while. Like this is this is good man coverage. Yeah. Um, but uh, the game against Lasect, hey, look, uh, Lasect, they uh, I believe they came back in the game because they were down uh, in the first half. It's nice for them too that they're competitive uh, in in the game. Yeah, uh, that you know a twenty, you know, you wouldn't have seen this in in a couple seasons back from Lasect, twenty uh, eight to. 25 yeah. score this this would have been and, and like if Rafael Bochan uh, Dubois if you, if you move the interceptions that's a good game yeah if he if he goes four touchdowns and one interception they probably yeah, win yeah for 200 yards yeah, yeah 200 yeah. yards good good completion percentage yeah. uh, four touchdowns is a great outing I'm sure he added some on the ground as well uh, he, you know targeted Valerie Farpe eight times uh, yeah yeah, it's not so, just not just going so, to Allison for Exactly, that's that's what that, that's that's what yep. th- the issue was with last night. Yeah. I was gonna say his seventy-two percent completion rate bumps up to an eighty-one if you count the ints. It's pretty good. He throws a very catchable ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty of that too. Um, the 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 uh, yeah. So honestly, I wish I would have seen this game because it's yeah. finally seeing both these teams at like a, a level they can compete. Yeah. I've been saying I I want to get to a point where there's three. Tiers of coed, yeah, because there is really a middle tier in coed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, the yeah. bottom end of, of tier one and yeah. the top end of tier two to me is a middle tier. Yeah, um, and yeah. I like I'd like to see that happen. So hopefully we get more teams, and I, and we're getting there. We're getting there soon. Yeah. we'll go to thirty five plus. No, we're gonna do div six first. Okay, uh, because here's I'm re- here's an interesting yeah, it's because we're waiting on feedback from. There's actually games so, okay, happening as so we're recording. <laughs> yeah, let's. The bane of my existence was whenever it was ago when we we're coming thirty five plus, and all the games were Thursday night. Winter twenty twenty. It was our job. To cover, like we were told, you have to cover 35 plus. And I was like, how can we cover a, a, a division, division where the game in flight as we're recording? Yeah, and so like, <laughs> if we talk about the previous week, it's irrelevant. Yeah, nobody wants to hear it. We're a week late. And if we're talking about this week, well, the week's already done by the time you listen to it. So we just made it up every week, and we're gonna do that tonight because <laughs> most of most but, of 35 plus is happening tonight. But why? We don't usually play yeah. on Thursdays. There was some there was some rescheduling that had to happen. Right. Yeah. Um unfortunately I lost the player to, to who had to sub who had to play last night uh because there was conflicts because it was unforeseen. It wasn't the pre-scheduled um Nights. So we are waiting on our scorekeeper from tonight at the Loyola Field. Uh, Maya Hanke is going to be joining us to give us uh, some updates on those games. If everything goes according to plan, we might actually have the box scores up too, so yeah. we can report live on the results of that. Um, but in the interim, we're going to talk Div 6. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll ask you questions about Div 6 um, since I write the article, and everyone hears my analysis all the time on mm-hmm. Div 6 anyway. Mm-hmm. If there are things you need me to fill in on, if you things you don't uh, know well, you can always come back to me, but I'll I'll sort of be more the interviewer for this division. So, quick update for Division Six because there are some question marks in terms of playoff format, of which uh, yes. to give everyone context in terms of why we, we do a, this. It's one of the things we have a meeting about after this show. Well, yes, welcome, and no. <laughs> so just yeah. to give everyone the idea in terms of what we'd like to do, there's obviously a division in Div Six. Regarding the strongest teams and the weakest teams, and we so talked about this when, in the past weeks. Yeah, when teams and and for new teams who who may not have listened to the podcast or, or teams that this is their first season, in Division Six we get a, teams that are really not that good, as well as teams that are really above the talent level of Division Six. And sometimes they do it on purpose, knowing that they're going to come in and and try their hand at an easy championship. Sometimes we get uh, teams that just don't know the skill level; they don't even know their own yeah, skill level, yeah. and the 
the big difference in Division Six compared to let's say Division Five is quarterback play. So like you have really good athletes, sometimes college and university level athletes playing in Division Six. It's just that they're not usually the quarterback. So they, they feast on sort of these uh, guys who are learning the position, right? Um, I've had teams tell me that they, they're going to register for 5B next season because like Brewers, it's right? more predictable. right? Yeah, Brewers are the ones that told me that. Yeah. Um, and it's just because, like, well, at least you're not going to go up against these kids who all play CGF football and, yeah. and will rip your face open by 30 points. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just don't have the athleticism so, to keep so, up. So, and and all that information we don't know going yeah. into the season. So we don't split it for that reason, but we will split it for playoffs, and and it's going to be based on some factors. Which so we're apparently, uh, the person who is not here tonight, Mo Khan, has been working on a playoff structure. Oh, that his famous March Madness style that he wants to win. <laughs> he never flushes it out though. Uh, he so he never. So, so here's what he told me. He goes, uh, it's probably too late for Can this we season. Do this next but I've week? worked on a new crossover playoff format Eagle, idea. Eagle, we're at 2016 minutes. Can we do this next week with Mo? No. I just want to mention the fact that the what? if you look at because I wanna if we look at previous seasons and how we've split teams. But why does it have to be this week? I'm I'm saying if you're look, be if you're a division six team and you're trying to figure out what we're going to do, joke's on you. We yeah. don't know what we we're gonna do. We don't even know. <laughs> there, there you go. That's all. That's you it. You can't let, game a system that doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about most model next week. Yeah. Now there was a. a, a I was tease. just worried. I was like, this was a, a nineteen-minute conversation. No, no, it's a tease for next week to so tune in. Tune in next week. Yeah. Same, same. Calling the edible channel. Different same people. Calling the edible time. No Iggy. Um, actually, maybe Iggy. I'll talk to you. Oh after. crap! I might, I might be out next <laughs> week. Uh, Battle of the Div 6 contenders. Beer Knights came away with 36-31 win over the Stormers. Uh, it appears as though Beer Knights have uh, replaced Max Ledoux with Miles Kyler. So can either of these teams be in the finals Div 6 come May 29th? That's my question, actually. So I wrote the, the Division 6. Yeah, uh, I'm setting this up for you to answer the for, questions. For, for, for but again, I can I can easily yeah. come in with some answers. So, so Stormers play a really simple, high-percentage offense. Yep. They just complete hooks. And slants and hooks and slants and hooks and slants. Yeah, it's the beer belly brigade light yeah. version. Yeah. But you know what? It works. It works in division one yeah. also. Yeah. So yeah. if if the quarterback makes good decisions, which I like Sean Antel, who to me is the front runner for quarterback yep. of the year. Yep. Um if they can do that, then yeah. Um Beer Knights here, uh, to me it I, I this has a feeling of whoever ended with the ball. Right, like, the, the game you mean, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, to me, it's it's the adding of uh, Miles Kyler here, uh, Keller Kyler. I call him Kyler, yeah, um, because just before you said you Keller. Lo- oh, like, <laughs> I'm tired. I've been yeah, telling okay, you, I'm tired. All right, all right. So Miles like, Kyler's great. Like that's what he's playing Division Two this but, season. Without but you laws. you lose the rushing ability. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Max Ledoux. So yes, you, there is there is because yeah, Max Ledoux with Division Six is a dominant rusher. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a compensation there or lack thereof. But do we I, know it's a full time replacement? I don't. Okay, but it lo- that's why I said you it appears. Couldn't have called your boys on beer nights since you used to play on the team. Yeah, but it was it was the script <laughs> that I updated <laughs> twenty like, minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Kyler and Pietro Bond as a w- w- wide receiver one A one putts. Yeah, and like especially the route running on deep routes, mm-hmm. post corners, corners, and and, uh, and and posts. 
good luck catching up. So if you throw it on the cut, he's open basically. On the cut or just over with uh, with speed, yeah. just over. Defenders. You know what I'm saying? When the, if, the, if the quarterback lets the ball leave their hand, yeah. when he's cutting, he's usually open. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice. That's a nice luxury to have. Oh, it's 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 yeah, it is. Yeah. So uh, can can we see either of these teams in being the final of six? For me, yes, because of the quarterback play of both these teams. I know a lot of the analysis comes down to quarterback play, but it, yeah. it does. Yeah, like, it's just it, it does. simply does, and and to me. Uh, Frankie sometimes can get a little. Uh, Frankie Scalzo can be a little uh, careless with the ball. He's largely avoided that this season. But mm, to me, yeah. Alex Richard Nantel has showed me a consistency of throwing the ball. I give the slight edge at quarterback play to Stormers. I give a slight edge in receiving to Beer Knights. I agree with the receiver edge. I also agree. I disagree with the quarterback edge. A slight edge for Scalzo. I think Scalzo's got. More of a wide-ranging offense, like he can do more things. Yeah, but um, yeah. Yeah. I think Alec Michel Nantel knows what he has and maximizes it right. better. Right. Um, yes. Here's the twist to this conversation: Beer Knights and Stormers are in the same conference. Yeah. So the only That's way why. to only make one it the finals is a particular playoff structure. That's mm-hmm. true. They they okay. might even face each other in the finals, right, right, or they right, might right, not. Right, right, we'll find right, out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. Maccabees put up a great fight against the one seed and Penetrators. Uh, Penetrators, who we've... I've, I've talked about them a bit more in my article, but we've, we haven't talked about them a ton in the show. Um, uh, they, they won 12, the, um, 12 to 8. 12 to 8. Uh, Penetrators are available. Are they available one seed? Do we look at their schedule and say uh, that they've come away with tight wins, with wins and tight matchups? Or do we say that they play down to the competition? Um, yes. Because... Because, well... Maccabees are the opposite. They play up to the competition. Yes. They they yeah. they they, they seem to give everyone a tough out. Yeah. Um, Penetrators have shown, um, you know, the Spanish Inquisition are a good team, so they lost that game. But when they play weak competition, Flamingos, V Town, uh, Penetrators. Like, I don't get it. It was sorry. Henry Pisa gang. Penetrators don't even let those teams into the game. They don't let them in. Yeah, but like they, they don't. They, but they don't. They just the metal. They don't. But no, they 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 just destroy these teams, right? So like to me, they don't really play down to competition unless it's a middle tier team, like a, like a team like Maccabees will push them, uh-huh. and they can lose that. I think I think they're very matchup dependent. Come playoff time, they, they beat right, up on weak yeah. teams. They have a hard time. Like like they couldn't get past Spanish Inquisition. They it was a close game. Close game, but like they they just missing that extra gear. I think. Um, and they lost and like, week one to Demons, which Demons I, have fallen off since. Yeah. Uh, it's just as a one seed, if there's that if many. If they're a one seed. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they are right now. Let's just yeah. let's just go based off of where they are right now. Uh, they're in the the one seed. To have that many question marks as a one, are you a true one seed? And, and I don't think they are. Although very athletic and they, they have – they have the 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 mind and the tutelage of of uh, Rocco Cristiano on the team. Yeah, uh, I don't and speed of Rocco Cristiano. Like not like yeah. Come on, Nasty. Division Six. <laughs> like, yeah. He's killing it uh, out there with Bruins in Division Four. Yeah. Um, how many games has he played though? Has he played? In, he's played five. So he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah so he's played. <laughs> yeah. One <laughs> thing to keep in mind, even though they're likely going to be the one seed coming from B North. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, when you start. Start looking at the rest of the uh, teams in Conference B. 
West Island Boys have one game in hand. They're at 10 points. Glory Boys have one game in hand. They're at 12 points. Tropic Thunder have one game in hand. They're at 10 points. So it's a good thing they got by Maccabees because that would have been that would have been dreadful. Yeah. that would have that would have knocked them off the one yeah, seed for yeah, the season. Yeah. So there's too I, many teams jockeying for that top position. There's a very high likelihood here that penetrators might actually end up being the four yeah. seed after yep. all this is said and done. Yeah. They have Lionhearts and Tut Garni left on their schedule, yeah, which aren't gimmies either for that matter. Especially if they're playing down to their competition. Yeah. And I don't necessarily like mean Lionhearts and Tut Garni are bad teams. Um, but their they're just don't they're, indicate it, obviously. Right, right. They're just they're games that you look and you look at the penetrators the way they've played. You you'd think they they would win those games, but again, those question marks surrounding the team as a one seed. Let's see how they do. Like you should beat these teams, beat them, and prove it, and and stay at top of the standings. Yeah. yeah, all they have to do basically is try uh, try to stay in line with West Island Boys, with the Glory Boys. Arguably, even Primetime Killer Rays are in the race for that one spot in South. Uh, Tropic Thunder, obviously, Cavalier Rohan could potentially make a push. So we know penetrators are going to hold north. It's just the other ones are still a lot up in the air, and uh, so it's really hard to figure out. But with the games at hand and the schedules yeah. for those other things, there's a likelihood they're not going to be able to hold one. Yeah. It's, there's, there's a lot of competition there. Like I said, they, they got they got that win, which is good. Um, their, their defense has been pretty nasty. Like, they played a lot of weaker teams, but... They haven't even allowed 100 points in eight games. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty nasty. Yeah. Uh, the Off-Island boys have now won three of their last four. Your we'll favorite. <laughs> the Off-Island oh, boys. I just like, why would you be proud of not being from Montreal? It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Here's the greatest city in Canada, and you're proud of being from another city. It's stupid. That You know what? Now, the way you're, you're so convincing with your, with your words. Because words don't way, mean anything. Said that way, I agree with you <laughs> There now. you go. I was going to be like, well, they're proud of where they're from. Aren't you proud of where you're from? Yeah, because I'm from a real city. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, if you're from New Jersey, you can't be proud of being from New Jersey when New York's right there. you got to be sad every day. So, but so finish, I have a li- live a sad existence. I'm but, sorry. But read the script like uh, Ron Burgundy, please. All right. <laughs> they have not won three of the last four. They have uh, raw talent that appears to be defining on uh, the be refining on the tire man on the fly. Uh, will they be a dark horse team come playoff time? I think they're they're fairly matchup dependent, is how you, I see them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you wrote it in your article that when Caleb Rogers, I think. Uh, so yeah. Yes. So that's the other thing when he plays because he's a monster. He's so he's the epitome of what I wrote there that they have this raw talent, but it's just missing a little bit more of like of just edge work and refinement but yeah when when if that day comes and it comes soon because they're doing it on the fly as i suggested they're gonna be a dark horse team like in the playoffs like i can't find it but caleb rogers is playing i believe siege ball yeah i think and i think a lot of the the guys on yeah. the team are yeah but he's quarterback in siege ball so for division right. six that's that's yeah. a lot yeah, yeah yeah like again that's the thing bruiser are complaining about yeah, 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 yeah. So, guys, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, I don't know a ton about your team. So, you know, jokes aside about the off-island boys, like if you do have information about the team, I'd like to learn. So just send it to us. Yeah. Absolutely. Like how do you commute to your games? <laughs> do you take a <laughs> helicopter? Because the city has some pretty trash traffic. Um, how can people busy. reach you? So uh, you can reach me, as you see here on Instagram, at P. Delaraca. I am P. Delariz on Instagram. You can post on the flag wall. You can post on this YouTube video. 
uh, we see everything. Whatever I miss, Eagle makes sure to send yeah. to me. So, because <laughs> I do miss most of it. So. You can also be followed on Twitter at P's HSS. HSS. HSS, of course, is for Hot Sauce Sports. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports. Uh, Magic. With the uh, Wild Hogs winning their first game of the season against Henri Pisagang, can they, Team Poland, or Free Agent Squad find a way to make the late playoff push? Wild Hogs have made a move to Jason Lamenti, a quarterback, which I, I mentioned in the midseason breakdown as well. Yeah. Um, Free Agent Squad is a failed experiment. Yeah. Uh, it sucks. I, I hope they stay together. I hope they, the ones who enjoy playing together can build a team for next season. The ones who have not had a good time out, hopefully. And there's guys with zero games played, so they paid and oh. they didn't play games? I don't understand. What's oh. the point? Mm. That's um, not a good look. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny, no, that we had one yeah. amazing free agent squad last season at ten and zero. It's gonna and happen. now we're having the. <laughs> it's gonna happen. The op- it's just, isn't it usually somewhere in the middle? Isn't that what people say? It's oh, it's not one extreme or the other. It's usually somewhere in the. I between. have a feeling when it comes to this, it's <laughs> always gotta gonna be, be one of the. We got a ten and zero team last fall cup, and now yeah. we have an I o, I, o, p- potentially zero and ten team. I don't think free. Uh, I'm sorry, free agent squad. It's yeah. not. No. Your lack of ability, just, it's your lack of knowledge. You just don't know what you're doing, and that's okay. It's, it's, a, it's time to learn. Yeah. I have a part of my article dedicated yeah. every week to uh, playbooks, to, play to plays color. that can help. And um, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not sort of just stroking my own ego. I don't have physical abilities, so the thing that I do well is yeah, play calling, play calling, play design. Yeah. And just it, it, and you know what? It's it's not even just good for Division Six. I I take a look at your articles and I'm like, yeah, I'm you know what? If ever I quarterback again, is <laughs> ever I go through that misery <laughs> again, <laughs> yeah, might may or may not be this coming week. This this week in my article, I'm going to be uh, introducing a play called Break X. It's the play that I called on the last play of the game okay. uh, to win the game. Okay, um, it has worked up to Division B when I was a snapper. Uh, it's I've used it. Literally to win a game in Division Four this week, um, I, I use it actually. It was the, the winning my winning throw to uh, uh, win over Ravens in the Fall Cup okay. for the championship game. Okay. So it's it's a brutal eagle. You know this play well. It's yeah. a brutal play to defend in the red zone because I have three options in the in the back of the end zone and three different spots and two options in the front of the end zone and two of those options are moving. So, so if it's man. There we go. That's the play we'll see in the article as well. You had a psyched sub there. Sorry? No, you had a psyched up sub. Psyched up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was super happy. Yeah, yeah. He was super happy. Yeah. That was uh, what great. Did, you, did Chris Reeve film that? That that piece? No, that was that was Iggy <laughs> Magnets filming that play. Um, yeah. So basically, you have crossing two guys crossing front and back of the end zone. You have three static receivers. Uh, it, it's really difficult to defend. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it just takes the quarterback. It's the hardest of the ones I'm putting in my articles. It's the hardest to read. But once you know how to read it, it's it's indefensible. Mm. Indefensible. So uh, you can also give this uh, iteration of Free Agent Squad a little bit of a break because the last iteration had Emil Scaff, who's yes. currently playing upper divisions. and 4B. Yeah. carried that team if you want to call it that yeah. versus obviously the quarterbacking for a team of free agents if you've yeah. never played quarterback that's tough to throw yourself into not only are you learning the game you're also learning the chemistry with people you've only met 
through this team. So no. I like I like Jason Romitti being added as quarterback to Wild Hogs just because yeah. it gives him knowledge, FPF knowledge, defense and offense. I don't think he's a refined quarterback by any stretch. I don't think he would say that either, but he's a knowledgeable flag football player. Maybe a bit more refined than you think. He and I've seen him throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's had more reps in MFL. Yeah, and this team is actually largely an MF an MFL, which is team. great. Which is great because yeah, like yeah, yeah. like MFL, the, the quality of game is improving, and I'd say MFL ranges between Div six and Div four, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. At the top end, and so like to me, what I mean by not refined is he's not a natural quarterback. He's not a guy right, right. Yeah, who yeah, yeah, yeah. played quarterback like same a way like me. you and I yeah, like yeah, we're yeah, guys yeah. who are flag quarterbacks who learn through flag. Yeah. I wasn't trying to throw shade. He's an obvious yeah, yeah, upgrade, yeah, 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 yeah. and he'll no, help them on both sides of the ball. Uh, just a little more than what you might think is what I was. Suggesting. Yeah, no, but I've yeah, seen yeah. him play. I, yeah, I, yeah. I know Jason. I've known him for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, I think defensively is where he really helps him because he's played defense in FPF for a long time yeah. in in higher divisions. Yeah. So, so they have Maccabees, Team Poland, and uh, oh, sorry, I'm looking at the Team Poland schedule. Uh, <laughs> Team Poland has Maccabees. Team Poland play themselves, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Team Poland has Maccabees, Wild Hogs. So Wild Hogs and Team Poland. That'll be the deciding game for those two. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then uh, Team Poland last game of the season, Toon Squad. Um, but so essentially, we're saying that Wild Hogs will likely move up, and and they'll I think now that now that they have competent quarterback play, they're they're probably the best situated team. So but Thomas Snodge just not is not. Played the way he expected to play. Yeah, he's he's more of a snapper. Uh, yeah, but you've said that. But I, I think and snapper to quarterback is a pretty natural transition because you're you you're starting in the middle of the field and that's the that, that's as far as the comparison. Oh, I just I, I, that's where I learned to play quarterback was a snapper because yeah. essentially you have to understand the spacing between you. It's the only receiver position where you need to understand the spacing between you and other receivers. It's the only position where you absolutely need to Fair. know all of the routes okay. in the offense. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise you're running into guys. Yeah. It's the only position where you need to be told left or right. Yeah. Yes. Well, that yeah, too. Yeah. And well, yeah. that's how you understand sort do, of do floods, a five, do a floods and out, Do a five-yard out. Yeah, but left or right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> with my snapper, I don't have to say it because he knows the plays. Yeah. Yeah. He knows, yeah, 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 oh, okay, yeah. this play is a flood. Yeah. This play, I am counter flood. And, you know, and then so on. Yeah. Um, but the team they're trying to, to usurp, uh, beat out Lionhearts, have penetrators. The thing is, they have flag football team. Yeah. Oh no! Wait, flag football. No, flag football team is good. Is the good one. Yeah, it's sorry. just terribly named. Just Guys, uh, choose a name. They the, the Among Us team. They had the Among Us shirts. Just call yourself Among Us. Among Us. Uh, and then Dusters 2.0 for Lionheart. So that yeah, that's that's tough. So the, uh, they're currently. I think the Wild Hogs jump it. Wild Hogs jump it. Yeah, yeah. Tough tough season for Lionheart. I had high hopes for them. Yeah. Uh, they're just not scoring. All right. Are we ready for 35? Let's make 35 plus real quick, guys. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> and it's running long. Yeah, so we're going to get and we have 160 our correspondent picks on the phone here. So let's just uh, see if we can get forgot about the picks. I forgot about the B divisions again. No, you didn't. No, I did. <laughs> 5B. I forgot about 5B. And then I was like, oh. Hello? Hey, Maya. This is Eagle Peas and Iggy from uh, FPF calling the Audible. How you doing? Hello, I'm doing good. All right, we're good. we're well semi live on air. We're recording this, but we're going. So I'll hand you oh. off to Peas, and uh, he'll ask you about the games from tonight. How's it going, Maya? Oh. Uh, you you score kept a couple of my games, so it's a it's a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, I just wanted to know uh, what's going on 35 plus. What's uh, what's happening in the games? Give us an update because it's impossible for us to talk about things that we can't see. How's Loyola? Oh, <laughs> um, well, this is my first. Uh, this is my first time scoring, scorekeeping 35 plus. 
Um, the game was pretty good. It got a little intense at some point. Uh, there was uh, a couple of penalties, I believe, that uh, some weren't called and some were called. Ooh. And both ends of the team got uh, a bit upset over that. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. But over, overall, they were good games. Some interceptions on the second game I scored up. Uh, yeah. Any any fun yeah. activities? I yeah I know. So the shenanigans ended up losing both of their games. They lost the Old Age Outlaws thirty two eighteen, and then they lost to Monster twenty nine twelve. Anything significant for for them? Was it just a, a different roster, brand new teams? What was the general situation like? I didn't score keep their any of their games. Oh, okay, so you did the other games. Okay, so guess. Yeah. <laughs> what would you guess be? <laughs> Just give a wild guess. Um, why they lost? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, they. Uh, what I heard from my end while I was scorekeeping on the other game was a lot of uh, negative comments towards uh, the refs, and oh. it was it was it was it was just um, very intense. I think lots it was, of like, shenanigans. Of, like, so to speak. A lot. Of, a lot of yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so then, of, so uh, you had the uh, you had the Montreal Spitfire games in, right? Monster Montreal Spitfire exactly. and then Ode Outlaw Spitfire. Did they what happened in exactly. those games? Who ended up winning them? Um the first game was the I believe it was the it was the black team which the Monsters, I believe they won. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The Monsters won that game and uh, that game was also a bit intense because some of the players were saying the ref wasn't calling uh, plays properly, uh, which is not my place to judge if he was calling them properly or not. Yeah. Um, so what, if you were to judge? <laughs> what if you were yeah, to judge? What if you were to judge? What would you say? Um, if you, yeah. There was, there was, they were saying there, there were sacks. The sacks he called, I, I, I believe he called properly when I was looking at them. And I guess because the, the ball was thrown at the same time as the flag was pulled. Yeah, and when that happens, a lot of times the players believe that it's a sack, but actually, if it's thrown at the exact same time, then it's usually not a sack. Correct. Yeah. Um, and so then, uh, so they were getting upset over that, saying that it was a sack, and then there was a play of holding on the quarterback. Um, he was holding his pants, and I did see that as I saw the holding, but I guess the ref didn't see the holding on that. Um, there was something else. Oh, there was a, there was. An upset over downs. They were saying it was fourth down, but it was actually third down. Oh well, then you and had to get involved. Yeah, there. that's that's uh, that's so, the scorekeeper so, now. So did you have to get yeah. involved and and look at uh, the play by play and then give a rundown of what down it actually was? Well, the ref did that, but I I uh, backed up his his opinion that it was third down because right. they didn't see that there was a first down on the on the one of the plays, so they didn't they thought it was fourth down instead of third down. So what you're saying is, monster, like, and we can clip this, put this on Instagram. According to Maya, monster are a bunch of babies that are complaining for nothing. Correct. Awesome. <laughs> Maya's <laughs> words, not mine. Not mine. Uh, Maya, how did Montreal Spitfire look? Their quarterback got injured uh, last w- or a couple weeks ago. Uh, how did they look with their backup quarterback? Oh, that was a backup quarterback. Yeah. 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 I think pretty well. I didn't. I didn't think it was backup quarterback. I thought that was their main quarterback. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. Yeah. There was a uh, there was a couple of good far passes I saw. There there was a touchdown on the first. I believe his first one of the first passes in the second game. Like the the first couple of plays, there was a touchdown from it was like a forty yard pass. I believe. 
And so the touchdown, so that that was pretty, uh, that was a pretty good pass. And there was a couple of other far passes that were pretty nice too. I found that just because. Maya, thanks for being a good sport. I know we're super annoying. So I know you've (laughs) already worked a full shift at FPF, so thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Maya. We'll talk soon. All right, talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. There we go. More chaos. I love this. I love this. Uh, so, so, yeah, so, so what I heard from that conversation was the refs uh, are not getting the calls right. Well, no. They got two out of three right. Right, right, right. The sack so one. You know wants what? to complain for nothing. Yeah. You cry know what? babies. That, you no, know Maya, Maya said to cry babies. I'm not saying to cry babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no idea what kind of babies they are. Maya's saying to cry babies. <laughs> the crying variety. The, the crying variety of babies. <laughs> But but serious, uh, you know what? Just to bring it serious for a half a second, <laughs> that that <laughs> that sack contention is I I I'm, I score keep quite a bit this season. My God, people are getting it wrong. Like it's if the flag is pulled and the ball is still in the hand, I don't care if you're cocking it backwards and you have a forward motion. If the ball is still in your hand yeah. and the flag is pulled off, it's a sack. The, the referee looks at the flag. If the flag is pulled they look up if the ball is in your head so you have like a half a second or yeah, whatever yeah. but by the time the referee's eyes get to the ball if it's still in the quarterback's hand it's a sack yeah it's just i've heard people say oh but his arms in a forward motion doesn't matter it's just like ryan dobbs saying he tripped into the quarterback <laughs> it doesn't matter why yeah it, it doesn't the matter role. exactly yeah. um yeah. so yeah so uh thanks to maya by the way for joining us yeah. that was awesome thanks. um what's your last name by the way I just didn't hanky hanky Oh, Maya Hanky, thank you for joining us. I just want to make sure so we actually right. added this very specific situation to the rule book because it wasn't included. So it's rule 8.6. Do you not know we're running long? We I don't need this. It says, this. if the ball <laughs> is clearly still in the hand of the passer when just the flag becomes it. detached, the just play is it. dead. That is the exact wording. Clearly still in the hand of the passer. You're so not listening to the show. I said the same <laughs> thing. No, no. But I'm saying that's that's the way it's written. So Who it, cares? It is, it is referee interpretation, but that is how they've been told. That's what they're interpreting. They're interpreting the thing I already said. Perfect. Awesome. Please move on. Karim Peliche is injured. He tore his Achilles. He's out for the season. It sucks. First, first of all, yeah. first of all, outside of FPF, turning your Achilles is yeah. terrible. Happened to my snapper. It's the thing Oof. I... I want Jason. least to happen to my body oh, is a torn Achilles because yeah. eight or months snap. of doing yeah. nothing is awful. Oh. Yeah, that alone. It, forget uh, forget the Achilles part. The eight months of not being able to move properly. From what I've understood, like the recovery is not even that painful. It's just incredibly frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Because imagine not feeling that much pain, but just not being able to walk, not being able to do anything. Yeah, uh, that's It's rough. It, 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 that's, it, it's like the equivalent of having another lockdown. Yeah. Like, it's like... Ugh. Except that everyone else can do stuff. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it's worse. a lockdown for you only. That's worse, yeah. yeah. Do we want to guess on who the backup quarterback that I didn't be- look I like a backup was? It's got to be Gino, right? It's got to be Gino. Yeah, it's got to yeah, be Gino. Yeah, 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 Which, again, like, you know, for all the, the, the part, some of it are jokes, some of it are legitimate criticisms towards Gino. Um, he's talented. Yeah, yeah. It's not the first time you say that on this show. No. But I, I want to make that clear because I do feel like we rag on him a bit. And it, part of it is because we know we can take it. Yeah. Um, uh, and the thing is, is that, you know, I don't want it to disparage his ability. When I got to FPF a long, long, long time ago, Gino was one of the premier quarterbacks in FPF. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that shouldn't be taken away from him. Um, but we'll do it anyway. <laughs> um, the, it, it's an awful injury for Carm. It, what does that change in terms of their outlook? Does, does that keep them as the elite team in, in the division? Uh, no. 
uh, that that now puts uh, old age outlaws uh, at an advantage. And not not to to take the number one seed. That's a little a it's little too late, a yeah. little too but late come playoff that. time. Yeah, but now it's that's all that really matters, right? Is is just how they're going to perform at playoffs. That and it might be a no. It's not. It's going to be a. Uh, an old age outlaws versus monster, probably. Um, anyways, you you never know. There's is it eight games for thirty five? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a confirmation division. So. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's not going to affect their seeding in the regular season, but come playoff time, that's where they're going to really notice the difference. Yeah. yeah. And tier two, we've been saying pacemakers the best team in yeah. the division. Uh, Yvarish, as Rafi plays with me in, in Division 4 is on that team he told me that they closed out the game with 5 players um, and still were able to hold on for the win what, what, what do you mean they're, they're not 5 players all the time they're, they're, uh, they're picture they're, they're 5 players in the that was, <laughs> was it taken yesterday like, <laughs> that was like, one of the issues uh, with, it's why he wasn't at our game is because he, he needed to be there at the same time um, also, it looks like the takeover. Uh, it does jersey. a little bit, huh? Yeah, it's it just does. orange instead of red color. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was the same because yeah. I'm colorblind. <laughs> so right, many things right. are wrong with me. All right, yeah. Um, so yeah, they're seven and zero. Yeah, and and so um, like, oh, it, it just speaks to how it good to they how, are. Yeah, yeah, but still winning. They played. They closed the game with five, or they were they five closed the game with five. They they there was a. I'm trying to get the information as we speak, because yeah. um, he he did write to me. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, well, they played uh, FPF. Yeah, so he says we, they had ten, five J&J. men for ten plays, um, and he got an interception t- to seal the win. So that means someone got kicked out of the so game for ten like plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a um, OCRUR basically. How dumb! You can't. Take How it. dumb! You're six players. Shut your. I'm like, surprised it wasn't Yavar. <laughs> 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 he was on the game to get the interception. I was yeah. like. I was like, oh, there was a, there was a, a UR. It must be Yavar. Looks no. like unnecessary roughness to uh, Mr. Rossi. That's yeah. that could have been way worse, yeah. actually, because yeah. if That's they score right away, yeah. they also don't have the quarterback to, to come back <laughs> and win the game. Oh my god! Um, and the game, of course, ended with uh, an incomplete pass uh, by Chris Olsen. Could have been Jordan Rossi, though, admittedly, not Jason. Oh. It is Jay Rossi. Jay Rossi. So. Yeah. I'd have to check. It's yeah. a. I can check. Yeah. Let me check. Well, I mean, to your point. They they would have Jordan backing up at quarterbacks, which is also fine. It's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they would also probably be undefeated if, if Jordan Rossi was quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we've talked about that all season. So I just found that an interesting tidbit, and I don't want to get into too much through five because again, we don't have a lot of storylines. Maya gave us the goods. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. there's not a lot. Most of the games happened last night, and then tonight. all the rest of the games happened tonight. So we don't have a ton of information. But um, I spoke to Carmen Pelice this week. We're gonna get some more info from him as he's taking more of a sideline role the rest of the season. He's gonna be uh, helping us out more with 35 plus. So looking forward to that. Nice. It was QB that would have potentially been bad. Well, but again, I know they also fine, have they have the two Rossies, so it doesn't matter. It's more impressive to me that they won with five win- five uh, plays and got an interception close to the end of the game to to essentially put the game out of reach. Yeah, playing playing those games with five players, it's not fun. When you're the team with five players, or even when you're the team playing against no, five players, you're just yeah. like you don't give a hundred. It happened to Vultures 2.0 against uh, Pincellos. Uh, with Vince uh, Karen Romano in uh, in Florida, um, <laughs> uh, he was being his best version of Karen. Yeah, down in I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> down in Florida. Uh, but yeah, it's like you don't give a hundred percent when you're the, the the guys playing six. 
But they almost won. Yeah, well, you, you're <laughs> five. Like, Call your boy. I could have subbed. I could have <laughs> snapped. I could have played receiver. They, like, five minutes. Because of the insane traffic on the 13 ah, being yeah, closed yeah. on the Saturday and Sunday. I, get it, I, get it. Yeah, it I thought like, they were five all game. And, and it was 6 p.m. It was the first set oh, of games. So there was gross. no there was no other teams there yet, right? Games of the week. All right, games of We have a meeting week. after this. This is terrible. Jesus. All right, we're going to go Div 1 and 2. Terror Squad, all hooks. Terror Squad. Terror Squad. The Apocalypse Team Swish. The Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Urgence Medzik, Party Crashers. Ooh. Urgence. Urgence. We're close. Yep. Gryffindor, Braves. Oh. Give me Gryffindor. Give me Braves. Doubleheader, Gryffindor, Flag Molsack. Give me Flag. Give me Gryffindor because I just assume these games will all be split. God I think skills, you did the same thing. <laughs> God Skills, All Stars. All Stars. All Stars. B Ballers, KGP. KGP. Yeah. KGP. Fun game, though. Yeah. Party Crashers, hashtag NR. Hashtag NR. Party Crashers. Division 3, Silent Ticklers, Ligro Cook. Ticklers. Past our prime, Killabees. Oh. <laughs> Past our prime. Yeah, POP. EZW, Le Malud. <sighs> we talked about that. Yeah, Malud for me. Uh, EZW. All right. Mangoose, Junkyard Dogs. Junkyard Dogs. Yep, JYD. Blessed Bearskins. Blessed. Speed Academy, Expendables. Speed. Speed. Oompa Loompas, Lightweight. Lightweight. Oof. I don't even know. <laughs> this this should no, be a win. Come yeah, come on. Give me Oompa Loompas. Ooh. Upset. There you go. Touch it, catch it. Sheesh. Sheesh. Touch it. Catch it. For a big fun, Top Sizzin. Sizzin. Top Sizzin. The Brotherhood, KGP Ra. KGP Ra. Brotherhood. The Stoics, Small Giants. Small Giants. Small Giants. Les Bleu Branleur, Blackouts. 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 Mongoose, Hurley and Sons. Mongoose. Mongoose. Centaur, Takeover. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's close. Takeover. Takeover. I almost said Centaur, but they, they've lost a lot of yeah. close games. Bruins, Backyard Bullies. Bruins. Bruins. Sparrows, Cougars, Nomads. Sparrows. Sparrows, Cougars. 4B, Bandits, Ballers. Ballers. No, uh, uh, bandits. 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 Sorry, no mistake. Yeah, yeah. Les the U. The U. Give me Versfall. I'm really high on them. I'm really high on Versfall. Yeah. Yeah. Sphinx, East Side Boys. East Side Boys. East Side Boys. Arush, Honey Martin. Yeah, pick it. So, 50? Yeah. <laughs> Anyone yeah. with 50? Yeah. Uh, I'll go anywhere. Beer Belly Brigade Golden Eagles featuring Sarah Parker. I hope B -B -B. Beer Belly Brigade, but I think they'll win. I think they'll win. They're just a better team. Yeah, BBB. Finessers, Le Montagnard. Montagnard. Uh, Montagnard. Vultures, Hot Sauce Sports. Can't pick it, so Hot Sauce Sports by 50. Vultures. Mofos, Voodoo. Uh, voodoo. Voodoo. But it's close. Yeah. Los Locos, Team Ethnic. Ethnic. Los Locos. Vultures 2.0, Backwoods Football Club. Can't pick it. 4A. Oh, 5A. 5A. I lose track. I lose track. 5A. 5A. Vultures against? Vultures 2.0, Backwoods Football Club. Uh, Vultures 2.0. Wow. I can't pick yeah. it. Kings wow. of the North, Los Banditos. LB. Los Banditos. The Reet, Buffalo Wild Wings. Reet. Reet. Streets ahead, Wubba Lubba Dub Dubs. Wubba. Yeah, Wubba. 
Balls Deep, The Mighty Six. Balls Deep. Balls. Ghost Ravens. 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 Metaverse Step Bros. Metaverse. Metaverse. Dilfs Longhorns. 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 Goofy Goobers Pinchellos. Goofy Goobers. Goofy. All right, we got... I had five. five B. I tried to watch them a little bit yesterday. They're good. Goofy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on the other field, yeah. Uh, let me reopen 5B. I was buying time for Eagle there. Don't have that. Yeah. Replacements? Trap stars. <laughs> well, you replaced the him. Yeah. Uh, I think I believe Matthew Chadwick is thrown in this game. Ooh. Uh, trap stars. Trap stars. That's a tough game. That's a tough game for a backup quarterback. Team Sexy, San Francisco 69ers. Sexy. Sexy. Air Force One, Save the Turtles. AF1. Uh, sorry, my headphones cut out. I missed you. Air Force One, Save the Turtles. Uh, AF1. Trailer Park Boys, two Pfizer's and Fox Half Johnson. Pfizer's. Pfizer's. Warriors save a horse. That's good. Yeah. Warriors. Horse. Cookers, Le Speakeasy. Speakeasy. Yeah. Speak. Red Dragons, Lockdown. Lockdown. They'll Lockdown. Threat Level Midnight, not Mustangs. Not, not Mustangs. Mustangs. What could have been bin. <laughs> what could have been. What could have been. What could have been. What could have been. All right, Division Six. We're gonna start with Demons Free Agent Squad. Uh, free, I was at Demons. Uh, Demons, yeah. Killer Rays, Tukarni. Killer Rays. Killer Rays. Lionhearts, the Penetrators. 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 Beer Knights, Glory Boys. Good matchup, but Beer Knights. Uh, Beer Knights. Flag Football Team, Zidane Lafrapi. Flag Football Flag. Cabalid, Rohan, Tropic Thunder. Hmm. Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. The Stormers, the Spanish Inquisition. That's good too. Uh, Metric Lozon is throwing for Spanish Inquisition. Ah, Stormers. I'm gonna go Stormers. But prime it'll be close. time, Stratton Oakmont. Prime time. Uh, prime time. Uh, what do we got next Brewers. here? Brewers, your girlfriends cheer for us. Um, your girlfriends cheer for us. Brewers. Nice. Thunder Buddies, Henry P. Sagang. Thunder Buddies. Team Poland, Maccabees. Maccabees. West Island Boys, Toon Squad. West Island Boys. Toon Squad. Big Fat Bats, Dusters 2.0. Big Fat Bats, because I hate the Dusters. Rivalry continues. Give me Dusters. Rivalry week, every week, all the time. (laughs) Don't sleep. Betway Bandits, Flamingos. Uh, Betway. All right. Uh, Seventh Rounders, V-Town. Seventh Rounders. Wild Hogs, FKU. 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 The Step Bros, the Off-Island Boys. Off-Island Boys. Off-Island Boys. All right. We're going to go 35 plus. Brody Windsor, JMJ. Uh, JMJ. Yep. JMJ. FPF, Pacemakers. Pacemakers. FPF. Monster, Montreal Spitfire. Monster. Monster. Old Age Outlaws, Shenanigans. Outlaws. Outlaws. We're going to go Co-Ed 1, Power Rangers, Sriracha Hot Chili Sauce. Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Party Mix, Average and Savage. Party. Party Mix. Two and a Half Kittens, Bishop Sycamore. Sarah Parker led BS. Sarah Parker, yeah. Mm. BS. What's the team name? (laughs) Easy Fun, Party Mix. Party Mix. Easy Fun, another one point win. All right, uh, Coed 2, YNY, Team Commando. YNY. YNY. Kiss My End Zone, Three Hunters. Can't pick it. Three Hunters. Fit Squad, <gasps> La Sect. Fit Squad. Fit Squad. 
And that'll be it for this. And then we have women's as the last one here. Brut Les Bleus. Oh. Brut. Brut. And then a doubleheader for Les Bleus versus Griffins. Les Bleus. Les Bleus. Then a doubleheader for Griffins versus The Rock. That's good. That's Griffins. A good one. That's uh, a good game. Griffins, yeah. Strangers Volts. Volts. VC Cubs Red Nation. Red Nation. Red Nation. Flamant Rose Bleu Pou. Bleu Pou. Bleu Pou. And a doubleheader for Flamant Rose versus Brut. Brut. Brut to win all. Yeah. And there we go, boys. That's the week. Wrap her up. All right. That was awesome. <laughs> really tired. <laughs> I keep saying that, that was the most un, uh, like untrue. That's awesome I've ever heard. That's awesome. Because <laughs> I can't be a meeting after. I'm so tired. I just want to go home. What time is it? It's 11 p.m. Eastern. I'll do the reverse mode. Good morning. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you for letting me be myself. Bye. I said bye. End the show. So like the